I just don't really... It's like that old argument that I had with Peter that I don't connect with the story that's being told because, I mean, aside from me both working, uh, me and the guy <laughs> working at Mochi Shop, and me also being like an older 20-year-old, and also... I think the guy's 30. Being in the sticks. 32, but close enough. Yeah. yeah. Close yeah. enough. Uh, and being in the sticks. It don't have no direction in life. I kind of feel like I really relate to this guy. <laughs> Wait, are we brushing that oh under the God. table? Yes. <laughs> yes. Holy yes, shit. Yes, we we are. All those other points under the table, I just don't feel like a strong connection to the story. So like, it's hard for me to get we excited about it. We literally just saw Lance uh, sweep up a room full of dust while talking and just shoved it under our bed and was like anyways anyways i'm gonna start cutting these strawberries Hello, hello. Thank you for attending this press conference. I am willing to take any questions regarding the matter uh, that is happening here in the United States of America. Uh, you, right there in the front. Yeah, you first. Yeah, Go ahead. Mr. President, Mr. President, yes. in the light of recent scandals, will you please tell us who is the best girl of the 2022 anime season? Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's a tough question. And uh, I respectfully have to say for right now, is uh Marin Kitagawa from My Dress of Darling. But your forger from uh Spy X family, pretty pretty close. We're we're still seeing uh what her season will be, but uh that would be my answer for right now. Thank uh, you, Mr. President. Yeah, you're welcome. Mr. President, Mr. President. Yes, yes, you right there with the uh, the big nipples. Uh yes, thank you. Thank you for noticing, Mr. President. But in light of uh, the most recent allegations against you, what do you say about the people suggesting that you are allocating funding towards Kuroshi Ai Season 2 behind the people's back? Look, no one ever said I was doing it behind anyone's back. I, I vividly <laughs> stated in front of everyone in my last press conference that Kuroshi Ai kind of might deserve a Season 2 because of that amazing ending sequence when they were pointing the guns opposite of each other while facing each other. I was totally blown away by that. It reminds me a little bit of Texas and how, how much they love pointing their guns everywhere. So uh, uh, I never said I was doing behind anyone's back. I full frontally uh, Donald J. Trump uh, support Kuroshi Ai season two. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for the question. Uh, oh, the milk is delicious. Yes. You, you, there, you there with the fucking uh, milk mustache. I didn't ask. Uh, God damn. That milk just kind of drove me a little drunk. Thank you, Lance. Um, question. Uh, uh, when, when did you turn into a small Vietnamese man, Mr. President? Well, after I watched uh, the first season of Kuroshi I just decided that I need to be a, a tiny, a little uh, minority boy to really fit into that. Into, ah, into the understandable. show. You know? Yeah. I really wanted to get really into 2022 it. representative, yeah. Yeah, I, I got that. I'm come, a very like a method actor, but you know, as the president of the United States, that makes a lot of uh, important decisions. So, uh, yes. Right, thank you. Thank you very much. Here okay, you go, big nipple uh, man. Here's my number. Oh, thank, thank you. Uh, oh my God, he's got a gun! Fuck! Get out of me! 
It Orion deserves a season two. Shoot him again. <laughs> Uh, all right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Wii Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I am your host for this week, Peter, and with me is my beautiful co-host, starting from the far left, Avery. Oh. <laughs> Manning down the middle, Lance. Typical far left, eh? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then to my right, uh, Punchy. That's me. All right. Uh, this is episode uh, eighty-three. We're filming this on April twenty-fifth, twenty-twenty-two. Uh, pretty jam-packed episode this week, especially for the media roundup. We got a lot of shows to talk about. Uh, so let's get through the latest news of the week first. Uh, a couple of manga about set to end. Uh, first up, Black Clover. Uh, it's going on hiatus for the next three months. So, uh, the mangaka Yuki Tab- Tabata sensei, uh, can get ready for, uh, what is presumably the final arc of Black Clover. So, uh, if you don't know what Black Clover is, probably one of the more, uh, popular shonen of the past couple of years. It already has, God, uh, I mean, like a hundred plus episodes already in anime. Uh, starting in 2017, and it's been one of the more popular shonen uh, jump uh, mangas for the past couple of years. So, uh, h- however long the final arc is, the first season, <laughs> yeah, what, one of those like rising from the bottom uh, uh, underdog stories for, uh, for for Black Clover. So, um, don't know how long the final arc will be, but uh, in the next couple of months, uh, Tabata Sensei will, you know. Uh, decompress because he just finished uh, a pretty epic ending of an arc uh, pretty like battle battle heavy so he's going to decompress a little bit uh, figure out how he wants to end uh, this manga and then man that'll be that'll be another one in the books in the next uh, couple of years where most of the big time shonens are ending so uh, definitely mm-hmm. for looking forward to see uh, what he has in store for the final arc uh, and then in other manga ending news, uh, Golden Kamui is set to end this month. Uh, the final volume will be uh, released. The 31st volume will be released in July. And uh, with this uh, manga ending, a live action film has also been announced. I uh, don't know exactly uh, any news on it. No release date, no cast, no staff or anything like that or how they're going to adapt and what they're going to adapt. But we should be seeing news about that in the next couple months. Uh, as we're getting close to uh, the end of Golden Kamui. So if you haven't checked it out yet, there are three amazing seasons of Golden Kamui already out and the fourth season set to premiere in October. So uh, good time to start jumping into it now and seeing uh, the amazing uh, storyline that Golden Kamui has uh, set for us. So, uh, so there you go. Some pretty quick news right there. Uh, for the week, if there are any news articles you guys want us to check out or uh, or read on the podcast, let us know uh, in our DMs or our uh, email, thewepowerhour at gmail.com. Uh, we'll check it out and then maybe it'll show up on a future podcast. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, like I said before, it is kind of a fat uh, little list that we have this week. That's why I went through the news articles as quick as possible because 
uh, I think we might have a lot to say for uh, for this week's uh, worth of animes. So let's start out with some episode ones of some animes we just started. Uh, first up, your boy Kong Ming, uh, episode one. Uh, first up, right now I think from the reception that I that I saw when we watched the episode last night, uh, this is officially uh, the first episode. First episode officially has been on the bench. Uh, like we're we're officially putting this anime on the bench for trading in uh, in our top ten this season. So uh, pretty impactful first episode but uh, i'll open up the floor to you guys how'd you guys feel about the first episode of your boy kong ming it's so different from anything else i think we've ever watched on this podcast yes that is for sure it's such a unique show and it's so well done Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to gauge this because i don't really have anything to compare it to it's so different yeah. It's like getting a really ridiculous concept and not taking themselves themselves seriously, except for music, because they're showing they're showing their love for the music through Aiko. Is that her name? Yeah, Aiko. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that type that level of animation and frames for the singing. Kind of made me uncomfortable because of the original premise of the show, but it's not unwanted. It's really great. Mm-hmm. A lot happened in the first episode, and I thought it was really clever how, like, quickly we just went into the premise where we're establishing Kong Ming and Eiko being a thing. We didn't have to go through, like, bullshit growth with them. They're a yeah. thing now, and they're, yeah, they're going to keep sure. going, and we're going to meet new characters, and it's just going to be a fun ride, I think. Yeah, I think I think with the type of premise that you have with this kind of show, it's better not to pussyfoot around and just be like, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Eiko wants to become very popular and want people to listen to music kong ming is like fuck yeah i'm so down for that i'm going to support you with whatever you need and you know like the funny thing is is like if you take out the fact that kong ming is just like a a general with like a fucking 200 (laughs) iq this is kind of just like your normal like shoujo kind of manga where it's just kind of like oh a boy and a girl are working together Mm -hmm. towards a goal to accomplish something but the fact that Kong Ming is a general, a Chinese general, a very famous Chinese general, I think it just, uh, it, it makes it more fun to watch, especially with the fact that like, he's a super genius, right? So like, mm-hmm. the gap between him learning and being behind on the times is going to be so small. Like, it's going to be like almost laughable funny. Like we saw it in when he was making drinks, he was already able to learn all the drinks how they make it he already predicted what one guy was going to want to want to want to drink before he even said it yeah so um yeah jokes are just so good in this anime in episode one they didn't like if it ever stagnates i was talking to avery and i were talking about it last night that if the show and it probably will go on (laughs) ranking boards it'll probably stay at like a base c grade and anything yeah. good that they do just makes the grade go up. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, don't twist my words. I said that because of the intro alone, and I said C plus, baby. Oh. <laughs> the the, right, the I intro, saw it B minus. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I can I can definitely see that it would definitely uh, float on the top half of the board for sure, just because of the the way things are. So if if you can keep the pace that, it, that the first episode had, uh, yeah. then we're definitely in for a while, right? And looking at everyone scores and uh top 10 ranking boards uh, for the past couple of weeks uh your boy kong ming has been very consistent in the top 10 uh so uh 
probably good things for us if we do trade it in. I take out a Hearn son in a fucking heartbeat for the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was no scope. One crack my backer. <laughs> All right. Anything else for uh, your boy before we move on? Other than uh, fangirling over all of the jokes that were well done, I really liked um, just getting Kong Ming right away. Teach me about the world. Teach me about smartphones because you just said the word phone and I want to learn more. And instead of going through that process, it just cuts. And he's like, so explain to me the blockchain again. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, yeah, he's so quick. They're really good at like throwing the jokes and making you assume um like fill in the gaps like the right way yeah i really like what we saw in episode one that's all blockchain was fucking hilarious yeah the jokes count on the viewers um Mm -hmm. they count on the viewers being sharp Mm -hmm. and i think in a very like respectful way Versus, like, you know, the show's <laughs> Kung like, Min will be on the side, like, like, I've learned now what a blockchain is. This is what a blockchain is. Yeah, and then, like, we'll, we'll, like, spell it out as if, like, the yeah. viewers don't know either. But right, I actually don't know what a blockchain is. But it's not important. What's important is that Kong Ming is becoming modern. You, you know mm-hmm. the very, basic very, very concept fast. of it, though. You, you don't need to know the... I, I, I got, like, a loose grasp of it. Yeah, yeah and It's enough. not important, so, it, mm-hmm. so yeah. we can move on to it's, important things. Exactly. Um... Also, the voice actor for Kong Ming, I've never expected this kind of role for him. Uh, he's uh, Byakuya from uh, Bleach, uh, Rukia's brother. Uh, Scar from Fullmetal Alchemist. He's also uh, Toriko from Toriko. Uh, and one of my favorite uh, members from uh, Prince of Tennis, he's the captain of the tennis team. Uh, very like stoic, uh, like no no fucking around very straightforward like he he's just like no no jokes i like all the characters i've heard him in i've never heard him like really like crack a joke or like try to be funny he's just been Mm. the very like straightforward uh character so for him to be the jokes of this show and then echo will be like the straight guy playing off on all the jokes that he does yeah uh amazing i I never thought i'll ever see today this this voice actor uh Okia Rutero. Like, I never thought I would see this guy play a funny role like this. So, uh, very cool. All the voice actors are really good, especially Eiko. Kazuma. Like, she she is so expressive and Mm -hmm. cute. (laughs) And then Kazuma is the 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 owner. owner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, very, very cool. Uh, okay, anything else for your boy? I'm going to have fun saying that uh, before we move on. Your boy. Your boy. I do, but I shouldn't. The Japanese title is Potty P. Call Me, which is, um, that's just slang for party peeps. Party people. <laughs> <laughs> I like your boy, though. I, I like that title. Yes, it's funny. What an interesting like uh, translation choice uh okay uh from that we'll move on to the next anime on our list uh another new show that actually just started uh the other day uh a couple of cuckoos uh you're pretty much your harm for the next six months uh probably going to be one of the more popular shows for a lot of uh casual fans out there uh so we watched the first episode of that show uh i will open up the floor to everyone i think everyone 
probably has something to say about this show because uh, you guys had did have a lot of comments while we were watching the first episode. So uh, I'll open up the floor to everyone here. What do you guys think of the first episode of uh, A Couple of Cuckoos? Harems, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good old harem. It's that, been that a while there, for huh? me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a genre we usually don't dabble in because uh, it's. I wouldn't say it's been bad for the past couple of years, but it's been kind of shaky at best mm. uh, with the shows that we've we've seen. I mean, we did vote one in uh, a couple of seasons ago with Girlfriend Girlfriend, so and we know how much of a train wreck that happened. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, Harm has like its own rules you have to follow to really. I feel like enjoy uh, any part of it. I I have to say the first episode, uh, it got a few genuine laughs out of me, even though of how like ridiculous some of the concepts were like, of course it's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things were set up to be like that. It's it's as uh, vanilla as it can be, but Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, it wasn't too, It wasn't too grotesque in the way girlfriend girlfriend was at least. Oh not, yeah, not grotesque. Yeah. But it didn't you know, feel yeah. entirely shameless. Of course, you know the whole boob grab. Yeah, meet immediately boob grab. Classic trope. Like yeah. The most overplayed trope in harems and rom coms. But I feel like they have a pretty good concept and a pretty good arsenal. And this first episode, they showed off that um, they have some promise with this one that. I mean, girlfriend, girlfriend was just that was straight trash from the get go. I think I think all of us were like immediately <laughs> turned off, but I am not entirely closed off yet. So that's good though. Like honestly, yeah. with harems, like it's very hard to gauge where we're going at. When I first started reading this manga, I was like, "Ooh, are we? Am I gonna get like the harem that I that like I usually get, and it's gonna be really shit, or am I gonna get some kind of diamond in the rough?" kind of thing i felt the same way with like we never learn or quintuplets right they had an amazing start and the idea was there and then where we go from there that's like that's the tough part that transition from like the amazing not amazing but just like the the weird hook because all these harms they always have the Mm -hmm. weird hook right like obviously for this one yeah yeah, it switched at birth you know these two families they actually want their kids to be engaged even though they're the ones that swapped them and fucked up and it's like the weirdest shit no it's not the parents fault it's the the hospital staff Nah, it's the parents' yeah, fault. Yeah, no one's talking to the hospital about like how. Yeah, big it's the, the fuck parents' fault when you're like here, your baby boy, and you look at it, and then you look, and you're like, yeah, it's like strawberry. Where, hair. Where's the penis? Like, where's the penis of my okay. boy? Oh, okay, yeah, that's but a little. She, I mean, <laughs> she just gave birth. Her eyes were closed. Yes, but the she just gave birth. But the husband should be there too. I don't know. I I, I I get it. I don't Probably know. That's it. not you know. That's not true. I, that that yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it is, but at least these parents are like actually there for each other, and not like you know, dad's but gone. They like have like the you know, uh, they check the baby beforehand, so the doctor is always like, oh, it's gonna be a boy. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like even if like the mother is like you know she's days from giving birth you still like write down that information as like you're putting the baby in the cart so then like when when you're like okay well here's the certificates you want to write down the name of your baby and it should be like should be like it's a boy it's like ah you know what i'm gonna name it a girl because it looks it's, it's a girl it's a girl in my hands so it's kind of like 
I don't know. It, I mean, I have firsthand experience of the hospital staff fucking me over. So, and right. My mom wasn't able to do anything about it because she was so, you know, dazed that, and my dad wasn't there. My grandma didn't speak English. So, who knows? Maybe, up. maybe you were taught that first. Maybe there's, there's a boy out there that was supposed to be <laughs> I in this family. definitely fantasized that as a child, for sure. <laughs> and that's, so I your name like was kid. really close to being Princhy versus. <laughs> Plinchy. <laughs> but then your parents were like, ah, I guess it's a girl now. Well, it was more like parents wanted to name me Sarah, and then I came out as Plinchy. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Like, the concept is stupid, but obviously it has to work for like the whole thing to get set up. Right. That's how it goes. And it's like that in every harem. Like Nasekoi, right? Like fucking uh, the main girl, she's part of a Yakuza and they have to like fake a, uh, a marriage to like keep the Yakuza from destroying the towns and stuff like that. So uh, it's just how it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see what you guys think about it. I think it's one of the better harms I've read uh, in the past couple of mm-hmm. years. Uh, other than we never learned in uh, quintuplets, so not not a big yeah, list. Actually, I want to see how we react while watching to the anime, the harem genre. Because yeah, I started my anime career back in middle school watching harems because that's all that that's was all they you had. Know, popular at the time. Yeah, yeah, like you like anime, watch this. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know what a harem is. Fuck yeah, either harems. Sure. Or shonen, take your pick. Yeah, yeah. Naruto so. or harems. So I'm really interested in. Hey, like, hey, hey! There's Bleach. <laughs> that's a shonen. Yeah, it could be. No, both. I know, but you said Naruto or. I'm just saying, you I also mean, had Bleach. You also had that's One Piece. Fair. But Bleach yeah. also scared me as a child, so I, I watched Bleach sparingly. But I'm I want to hear more about like other people's opinions on harems because as a kid i didn't really ask people what they liked about anime because i watched harems and i'm not going to talk to people about that well you got two resident uh, uh kind of series here for for the harem genres because that's as usual what me and lance talk about on on our free time <laughs> like 95 percent of the time is like our rom-coms usually and infuriatingly yeah <laughs> but we do talk about it a lot like way too much I- yeah, I enjoyed our conversation about how all harems absolutely have to have different hair-colored females, and Lance being like, no, <laughs> that's not needed. But it is. But it's a consistent theme it's that harems always theme. use. It, it, it's to give the fact that, like, because this, this is the number one goal for harems, in my mind. Start a fucking waifu war. Right, that's that's always yeah. the the goal for yeah. harem, right? Is to start like everyone a war. one girl and get attached exactly. To so when you color code them, it's a little bit easier to try to like get them to remember. Because for most times, it's not, especially with the trope of like the blue hair girl. You know, that's the one that always loses, but that's the one people gravitate towards to a lot because the blue hair girl is usually yeah. like the nice, the sweet one, and you know, always playing second fiddle. Sometimes the childhood friend, and they lose all the time. So. Um, Usually that's how it goes. So uh, unfortunately, there is not a blue one uh, in in this this harem. But uh, I'm pretty sure you guys you would the get the idea. Three. But you have the core three, yeah. Which is um, the the new girl who's really interesting, probably the main love interest, mm-hmm. the childhood friend, and then we have the sister. 
the three you can never miss out on in a harem. Is the purple-haired girl a childhood I'm gonna, Yeah, friend? I'm going to correct you on that I one. So she's not a childhood friend. So, really? That's surprising. Yeah, there, there is technically Moldy, no childhood friend. They have one childhood friend. She's yeah. the, she's the rival. Sister. Interest that he will eventually, if we're taking the new girl as the main love interest. Or maybe the sister is double shifting. Yes. So, sister and also, <laughs> well, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're correct. <laughs> you are correct on that one. Uh, Sachi, the little uh, sister, boy. she will kind of double as you know the little sister obviously but then also she grew up with him so they will have a lot of memories together but as you can see from the first episode they're technically not related so it's all good you know she's she's got not free gain on that Mm -hmm. uh and she even kind of had that little scene at the end when she was reading the manga and she was like oh it's okay (laughs) it's okay to like oh wait your little brother or your big brother what's her name sachi yeah sachi's Uh, little sister uh, so What's stopping the guy from just marrying Sachi then? Because technically, nothing. That's also right. The, the sister, right? Uh, the the daughter of that family. Technically, yes. So the only thing right now that's concrete mm. is the fact that like Erica and our boy Nagi, they are engaged because of their parents, right? Right, Ar- arranged marriage. So that's the only thing that's like stopping from any other uh, girls getting I, in. But obviously, that won't be the case. Or I think that's not early. the case because he still wants to stay with the original family, at least as of now. You know what I mean? As of now, yes. Uh, but you know, things change. People get to know each other more, and he'll get to know the parents more as well. So <laughs> know be- his sister more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, oh god, uh, you mean his? Eventually, sister. he'll turn eighteen. He'll leave um, the house, and then he can do whatever he, he can wants do whatever he wants. Yeah. So <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> thank you for finishing that sentence i know it was hard it was hard uh, it wasn't it wasn't like, it. It? it wasn't hard <laughs> but uh yeah definitely definitely something uh to see where everyone splits because i uh, like like we said before harm is not usually our cup of tea here on the we power hours so i'm very curious to see if we uh watch this for you know the whole way through if you guys actually start splitting into you know your respective waifus if if it happens i I know that probably won't be the case but it'll be interesting to see if it does so it would be interesting yeah i'm gonna judge you all for it yeah so uh i'll put my i'll i'll put my my uh my bid in now i'm actually a very big fan of uh sagawa the the rival that he has for this uh at that school Damn, it's because she got huge tits and thick lips. Because I was gonna point out the lips of this anime. No, the weird me. thing is, is that they like the manga was like kind of weird with it, with how big the lips are. But the anime has amplified it to like a ten. So really, yeah, the lips aren't. They're prominent, but they're not prominent. Like every scene I see them, even like on a on a wide shot, I can see the lips like ninety five percent of the face. Like it's kind of. <laughs> It's kind of like a focal point, I feel like, with the anime that they're trying to like hit. It's like, these, it's these like girls got pretty lips. It's like an art style to try to define themselves, but there's a few scenes where the the main girl, Eiko, Erica? Erica? Yeah, Erica. Erica. Yeah, I don't know. I felt the bad goosebumps of like, oh, God, why? I don't want to see those lips like that. <laughs> That's really what studio drew um, Attack on Titan girls. So, they... Uh, you might notice like the difference in art style between Wit Studio and Mappa is that Wit Studio drew all the girls with thick glossy lips. In yeah, the they were super hot. 
which were uh, <laughs> not in the manga. And the girls are like way, way prettier too. Yeah. And then it went, went to like how they should have been because, hey, it's fucking wartime. There are no yeah. fucking time there for no makeup real. or lotion to make mm. the skin look nice. Or any of that shit. To run off of that, it's fucking hilarious how the fans are like, bro, they're just not pretty anymore. Or like, wow, you (laughs) have. I know. Aaron isn't. I remember people reacting like, weren't they prettier before? I'm like, yeah. Dude, they just look like the manga now. I think someone during like Aaron running scenes like, wow, he looks so dead inside. I like this new rendition that you did better where he looks more alive. I'm like, bitch, he's supposed to be dead inside. Yeah. Kind of fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, definitely. Uh, let's, we can look forward to uh, pretty much six months of couple of cuckoos. So uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, Ultra Romantic, or Season Three, uh, Episode Three. Uh, again, I will slide it over to our rom-com connoisseur and a uh, super Kaguya-sama fan, uh, Lance, for his analysis. What happened this episode? Oh my god. <laughs> Coin game. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm kind of drawing up like this one. And then they talked about the coin game, coin game. Oh, cheating. the cheating toppies. at the beginning. Yeah. And they weren't cheating. Oh, yeah. And then they totally made out. Yeah. Yeah. And they were making out in front of the student council. And then there was like, oh my God, that's what kissing is. Oh, yeah. Um, dang, I forget her name. But she's a freak. And <laughs> I feel like we've always known that. Um, it's, it's great that all the characters now know that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like all of them absolutely know now. My favorite is the coin game. Um, the, I think the best, my best moments with Kaguya is always when Shirogane and Kaguya are fighting mentally. And they did, again, they just do such a good job. I can't, cause I say this every single week. They do such a great job with, uh, uh, conveying fast pace humor and not um strategy uh i think the narrator like really came in clutch in these kind of moments mm-hmm. because um okay i'm gonna compare it to another show it's about strategy they were watching um tomodachi game the difference between uh Kaguya's narrator and um the tomodachi game the peanut gallery the two girls um it's kind of similar to what we're talking about, uh, Kong Ming, where um, they convey information quickly that they know the viewer will understand. But here's just like a little uh, exposition to make sure that they, uh, the viewers can mm-hmm. travel with the show mm-hmm. uh, along the same path and they won't like get sidetracked or anything. Um, Tomodachi Game really thinks the viewers stupid sometimes yeah they really hold your hand yeah i I think with that is like with the narrator in kaguya-sama he's kind of like very play-by-play right he just like what you see is what he talks about Mm -hmm. but with like tomodachi game they ask like these roundabout open-ended questions to try to get you to like think about what's going on your brain yeah but then they start answering the questions so it's almost like a rhetorical question sometimes with how they explain stuff so then like it's the point is like oh you're thinking oh just kidding it's actually this answer why are you wasting your time thinking here's another open-ended question so it's kind of like yeah we like misdirected you on purpose just to answer our own question yeah like it whiplashes you yeah so uh i totally get what you mean by that all right i think that's it for gage sama <laughs> i mean I, I can't i can't think anymore this, that I this episode every week yeah. it's just so good 
I'd essay, I've, I've been essing nonstop every single week for Kaguya. Yeah. If it was in the top 10, I'd blown out. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to the next anime on our list then. Uh, Rising of the Shiro Hero Season 2, Episode 3. Uh, we continue uh, with the tale of Naofumi and his crew killing uh, the spirit tortoise. They sort of accomplished that uh, with his uh, two little lolly girls uh, slicing the turtle's head clean off. Uh, but uh, to almost no surprise, uh, the spirit tortoise uh, familiar lady, uh, she is still alive. So technically, they are not fully done killing the spirit tortoise. So... Uh, I'll put the floor here to everyone. How are you guys feeling uh, with Rising of the Shield here, episode three, and the f- how you feeling as a whole for this season? It, hmm, the tortoise dying made it feel like okay, we're we're on the ball finally. We got shit moving, and I'm like, of course we don't have shit moving. She's still alive, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this is step one in the whole fucking thing because why would you kill a main plot point in the, like episode? Yeah three yeah, yeah well, i'm three, three. I, <laughs> I don't know i am i'm still a little disinterested by this tortoise but i do like his premise over just bashing through waves and waves over and over again like we, we just we need to step aside from the other heroes for a minute i wasn't really looking forward to seeing them anyway <laughs> i'll be honest yeah I got my fill out of them on the yeah. island and like that's, helping them out and all that shit. It seems like that's what the consensus is with a lot of people is the fact that like right now the Rising of Shield Hero season two has been kind of dipping a lot for a lot of people in terms of interest, but they're happy with the fact that they're not dealing with the three other heroes, even though that was a major plot point, not only mm-hmm. for the first arc, but literally just, you know, the entire uh the idea of the show in general right just like these asshole guys that are just pushing his buns further and further yeah so now like he doesn't have that uh second season is almost like its own show in in a sense where it's just kind of like oh we're not talking about like how vengeance now fumi is anymore now he's just kind of like now he's kind of just thinking like a general and he's just uh, trying to figure out Mm -hmm. how to how to save the world and it's kind of back to like your old time isekais where it's just kind of like these guys come back uh into these fantasy worlds just to save the world and you know he's a hero kind of thing so maybe that's what it's missing war crime now fumi yeah maybe, maybe we're missing the vengeance you're right the batman now fumi <laughs> need that edginess back no more saving the world because i should yeah. or hurting the world because i can yeah people fuck me over i don't know it's right because you're right on that though because he only saved the world because he wanted to save his two lolly girls right like that was the most important thing for him but now it's kind of like those lolly girls are i don't want to say on the back burner but that's like the only reason he's helping you know the queen with the the tortoise right like he he's slowly like assimilating himself into the world and kind of takes the edge off a little bit i'm super sus about the uh spirit tortoise familiar lady though Yes. I felt like, you know, the way that anime presents information and not in the same way Tomodachi game is like, hey, I'm going to formulate the opinions for you. Uh, Shield Hero is more like how I'm taking it, where uh, I forget her name. Spirit is <coughs> familiar. Hot Booba Lady. Host. Is shown a lot. Yeah. Host? Host. Uh, Host. Host. Uh, 
um, she's trying really, really hard, expending her energy to help this battle. Yeah. To kill the tortoise. Um, and I felt like the amount of screen time and showing how like hurt and like, ugh, you know, I, I gotta do this. Oh, I'm so tragic or whatever. Not tragic, but she ends up living and we cut off on a on a cliffhanger. Oh, I guess that means yeah. the spirit tortoise isn't dead. Yeah. Just makes me feel like that is a uh what's the word? Um a misdirection of showing us that she's good, she's great, she's here to stay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she might just show up, may not show up, but present to Naofumi that she's had ulterior motives and yeah. she's been using Naofumi and the government yeah. to kill the tortoise. Like, come on. Yeah, there's something suspicious about her for sure. Now, I think the way they rushed her this whole episode, like like you said, they mm-hmm. just showed her a lot. She was helping, she was saving uh, some of the, the army people and stuff like that. Really try to like, get her to be a tragic character. So it was like, oh wow, she saves so many people. Like, what, what a, what an honor to to have fight with her on on our side. But then she's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm not dead. And it's kind of like she got more screen time than the other green haired girl, like being useful. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, technically, Rishia like was the main focal point cutting that turtle's head off. So, sorta. What really? <laughs> she was she, not paying she, attention she to gave that. she gave like a like an attack boost to both uh, oh, Raftalia right. and Philo, so that was the that was like their like a little bit over the yep. hump edge to to kill the tortoise. Right, I am. Um, I applaud you for recognizing Rishia's you know contributions to the battle. <laughs> she really she shows t- that you're aware of the support mechanisms in RPG because. Me, I was like, oh, that's a really cheap way to have a character be involved in a battle. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, she 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 pretty much replaces Melty, right? Melty was kind of like your mage of the oh group. Oh my god, yeah. But with Melty being gone. But Melty's so much better. <laughs> she Melty yeah. the, more Melty's like an attack mage, right? But but mm-hmm. Rishia is more of a support mage where she she does a lot of buffs and debuffs. Uh and yeah. Yeah. She she reads a lot. She's a lot smarter. So she's kind of like the tactician a little bit as well. Like she understands like, oh, okay. I read on this spirit tortoise and like the the weak points are here, here, and here. What do you want to do now, Fumi? And then now Fumi's like, thank you, dictionary. And then, you know, move on from there. <laughs> so th- <laughs> thank you, FAQ from uh, IGN. It's like, all right, I'll take it over from here. And they fight. So, uh, okay. Uh, with that, we'll move on to the final show on our media roundup uh comey can't communicate season two episode three uh pretty jam-packed episode as always uh with uh fucking yamai and uh nakanaka trying to figure out what comey thinks about on a on a daily basis and they were testing themselves uh to the boys the side characters uh thinking of more girls they want to date and how they would want to date them uh, and you know, rounding things off with uh, a little more Komi and Tadano uh, fluff with the with the sweet potatoes. So uh, I'll open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, what's you guys' favorite part of this episode? That ending with um, that entirely silent ending with uh, Komi uh, until she bought like, the potatoes <laughs> was such a cool. It was a really beautiful scene. 
where I think that's kind of like my favorite way that every once in a while, like a show might uh, just do like one of those scenes where it's devoid of all dialogue Mm -hmm. and then, but they can still convey the entire premise of what, what the little short story is. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, they did really well. Yeah. And then the, to top it all off with the Comey and Tadano scene, um, I was saying before that um, Tadano and Comey don't feel extremely oh. pressured to become a couple last episode, but mm-hmm. uh, I've suddenly realizing that Tadano and Comey are not just um, becoming uh, a very big, important focus. Where they're suddenly now taking center stage, but uh, they have just such amazing chemistry with each other. Yeah as a couple like this is such a power couple mm-hmm. i feel like it's gonna like when people do like top tens of um favorite couples i sure like it used to be um i can't think of any like rom-com i mean power couples before. i mean kirito yeah. and asana yeah toradora oh yeah kirito yeah that's another yeah, one taiga um i think this will be the new the new big uh, one a couple on a lot of lists yeah, yeah. I, I do have to say like thinking for like just the year in general uh our best couples list was a uh, kind of scarce sparse uh last season or last year but i think this year i think we got some pretty good contenders to think about where yeah. you got uh marin and gojo from dress up darling last mm-hmm. season this season when Komi and uh tadano uh uh lloyd lloyd and uh yor from spy family like there's a mm. quite a few good couples that we're we're getting this year and we're only halfway through so uh pretty pretty good sledding from uh from last year oh happy nene finally um <laughs> got that that part in the Ah, yes. The the boys after school activity (laughs) of dating in their heads. Oh, and it was so good. It's exactly what I wanted. I knew what it it was. I thought it was funny that the very end, they actually gave a definitive conclusion to who the best girl is amongst the three of them, and they chose uh, Naka Naka. Yeah. And, you know, I actually thought about it more. I was like, Naka Naka is kind of the best girl in their imaginary fictional idea of what she's like that the picture of her was i feel like the most wholesome of all of them so i don't i can't really argue with that conclusion conclusion. okay that said real life naga versus nana there's no competition i mean nana would just slaughter all the other girls (laughs) um actually kicking it back a bit i do like i did like rather how organic they made the um not not relationship, but like the dialogue. I guess I'll call it dialogue between Komi and uh, Tadano during mm-hmm. out in the streets. Good. Thinking about yeah. it, like in hindsight, to them, like, huh? <laughs> You're telling me Tadano <laughs> ran by his her house and just so happened to like meet up with her. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna think about it. That's kind of weird to Donna. I'm going to keep that checked in my head, you fucking freak. <laughs> you fucking stalker. <laughs> no, it was just meant to be. He was just pedaling into the wind, taking it wherever he goes, and then somehow he landed with the love of his life. So It reminds right, I, me I of... Think <clears throat> how much he likes Comey, and then he leaves the house and immediately runs into her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a twist of fate for him, really. So 
It reminds me of a summertime render with the sister sitting outside of the house just watching. Oh my like, god. You're a fucking weirdo, Tadano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you. But other than that, uh, yeah, I really like the interaction that they had at That's the end good. of it. I'm like, okay, then, yeah, like Lance said, it's it's really making them the uh, the focal point because just so happens to be winter break, too. So what else are you going to have except for um, not Najimi to randomly find them? Yeah. yeah. This is the the winter winter break is always like, like the pinnacle moment for a lot of uh, rom-coms out there where it's like you get the Christmas Day... Uh, or Christmas Eve and you're trying to celebrate uh, with them uh, in front of like the big uh, Christmas tree out in the middle of the town and then New Year's uh, Eve as well so they can pray together and see each other for the first time and uh, tell them New Year's uh, Happy New Year's to each other uh, so a lot of good stuff to happen in the next couple of weeks uh, that's for sure oh and then they also didn't have to show Comey's mom's thighs on the fucking ball but I guess yeah, they, they did. did oh my god <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's her mom. We're cool. We're cool, Komi. I don't think that was like a focus in the manga. She was I don't think so that. either. But the animation studio was like, we know what you want. And we're <laughs> yeah. going to give it to you because uh, we got you. I'm not going to lie. I, I I think, I don't remember exactly, but I think the manga does because they like to highlight Komi's mom. Uh, quite a bit in like random chapters just because she's a fun character she's your fun 17 year old mom uh, according to her so uh yeah for for sure like maybe the anime did like kind of hype it up to a 10 but uh, i wouldn't put it past the manga if i reread it again if i can find a couple panels that you guys be like oh okay just a panel of thighs just a panel of Komi mom's thighs or something <laughs> about both thighs. pages blown up <laughs> yeah the double page of it yeah, just okay. a fucking, oh, turn the next page back to regular. Nah, it's a fucking, <laughs> it's the fucking volume cover, dude. <laughs> so you can just see the thighs. I I found it. They did not show her thighs in the manga, but she is on the exercise ball behind the table. So they actually removed the table to make sure you could fully see her in that shot. Yeah, they definitely saw the panel and was like, "How do we enhance this?" <laughs> just kidding. I know <laughs> how. Eagle-eyed that. That's a stupid question. Like, I know exactly how. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, we can do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that is it for our media roundup of the week. Uh, if there's any shows or manga you guys want us to watch or read, uh, let us know down below, or you can DM us on our social media, or you can email us as well. Uh, I will check it out. I'll be the gatekeeper, and then maybe it will show up on a future podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a break from all the anime talk and Comey's mom's dies uh, to do our take five segment. Uh, if you don't know what this is, it's a little quick game that we like to play where we choose a topic for the week. Uh, we take five items that pertain to that topic and then uh, we do our personal ranking of one through five uh, for that week. So uh, we have five minutes on the clock. Obviously, we never follow those that time limit. Uh, and then uh, we spend, this might be a long one, uh, we're going to spend quite a bit of time trying to convince each other uh, our rankings for uh, the topic. So, uh, from honor of last week and how much we want to talk about it, I put it on for this week. Uh, the best link from Legend of Zelda. So, here you go. These are your five. Uh, the Ocarina of Time slash Majora's Mask link. 
uh the wind winker wind wind winker wind, wind waker mm-hmm. link twilight princess link skyward sword wind <laughs> link and then breath of the wild link so uh there you go those are your five i put the five minutes on the clock just for fun uh and there you go discuss what is your best link hey wind winker wink oh, fuck <laughs> Wind Waker Link on the bottom for me. Wow. Are you serious? Yes, I am. Why? Because he's overrated. Oh my god. I I cannot. Because you're never going to finish that game. Yep. For your Twilight Princess was more interactive than that game. You're sick of looking at him. I don't want to go on your damn boat anymore, Link. Get me the fuck off. Yeah! 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 You know what? Okay, maybe he's not a fifth. Because when, when I think about it, I, I kind of like the I'm I'm a random ten year old kid and I'm gonna go murder God. Yeah, <laughs> he went on a fucking adventure to leave his island to save his sister. Wait a bitch. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I, I'm just thinking about it. it of the game, but if it's just Link, I, just Link in general. So worst. like, yeah. The, the character link who embodies it best who's the strongest link you know all, all those factors put together so do what you want because a pirate is free you I don't know, are I kinda... a pirate <laughs> I, I feel like we're on the consensus though I, Breath of the Wild link has to be number one right like the, this is the the ideal link we, we've been wanting to know. have no Ocarina no, of Time Majora's Mask is kind of above him I think because mm. he taught um, Twilight Princesses like how to fight he did he also so had OG. two games to work with yeah <clears throat> well Breath of the Wild will have one other game soon yeah that's true but, uh, I guess we'll see then I feel like if I were to rank this these links based off of not by strength and power, but more of like character and personality. I think mm, Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild. So Wind Waker number one, Breath of the Wild second. Third and fourth is either Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, and last is Ocarina of Time. Because even when Ocarina, and I think it's more of the limitations of the N64 and stuff, but he doesn't say anything. He he is. None yeah, I was thinking anything. about that. No, he, he's a pretty like. Well, he comes back in Twilight Princess, but you don't fully recognize him as him anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, the but idea of Link him. has been he growing. Has left shield. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, him looking for his long lost friend and dying because of it. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The idea of Link has been. You know, drastically changing over the mm-hmm. the course of uh, that time right before dead remember awkward time it was like linked to the past and all of them and they were just kind of like it's just a boy in a green suit you know like we yep. want you to imagine mm-hmm. yourself in that suit so then you go off and save the princess because it's called the legend of zelda right it's not the legend of link it's like we want you to be the character that saves the princess so which is a weird in idea to think about because they had super mario and they didn't they didn't mind putting Mario's name on their front and center. Like you can't imagine yourself as a flat, Ita- a fat Italian plumber saving a, a princess from maybe a big turtle. I don't know. <laughs> when he does that butt slam, I, I feel different. Ew. <laughs> Mario? What, yeah, Mario. Toilet's all fucking cracked. <laughs> We're talking about Link right now. 
Yeah, no, no, we weren't. No, get, get, Peter and I were talking about Mario I for know. a second you, there. You, you two can go into a different podcast recording station and talk about Mario. Whoa, Mario. I, I had a, re- a good reason why to compare it to. He's just talking Mario. about how he cracks the toilet. Did, Dumper <laughs> minute. Yes, let them fight. But like the most from my memory, and it's been a while, but Twilight Princess Link, his most of his personality comes from being Wolf Link and his interactions with Midna. That I think Midna still is the show. Yeah, Midna really like really capped Link. him. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But he did have some of the, like the cooler weapons. So that ball and chain that he had was. Uh, I mean, we never saw it again. I just thought that ball and chain was like pretty fucking cool. Uh, that was pretty awesome. It's a fun game. Yeah. And uh, the the fidget spinner top thing that he had too when he like. Had to spin around I and like hated hop that up. thing. Weird I mean, ass that concept. Was just a, that was definitely a thing. But uh, it was I, fun. But I also fucking hated the boss fight for that. I'll he, say yeah, that. it was kind yeah. of a disgusting. That one was my favorite was one. Bad. Yeah. So it was but, too janky. The mechanics at some points. I, I think they were really trying something different with Twilight Princess, and they were trying to like break the mode with the mm-hmm. kind of weapons he had. And he got some pretty unique ones. Even even the Hawkeye with the uh, with the bow and arrow, where he can like pretty much snipe from. Like a oh, hundred yeah, feet. The sniper shot. That was yeah. really cool. Oh, and they even based yeah. a, like a little mini game off of it. And then they got like an actual side game of like Link's crossbow training to like mm-hmm. go with that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of ahead of his time a little bit. They did yeah, great really on that like game. Princess. And how different it was from the rest. Yeah. And taking the best out of all the games and putting it into Skyward Sword and then putting that into Breath of the Wild was just. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I kind of want to say I'd put Skyward Sword over Wind Waker. Okay. Because once he kind of finishes his thing, he's very much like an errand boy for everyone. After he's done getting his sister, he becomes pretty 2D. Errand boy? What do you mean? And then he's got to save Tetra next. He's He's just listening to people at that point. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you, King. Sure. He's 10. He doesn't know. He lived on an island by himself the entire time. He just expected to know what the world is. It doesn't matter. He's still just a simple yes man. I mean, all links are yes man. In Skyward Sword, he was given a very, like, conflict resolution that he wasn't able to fulfill. You know, he... He's still the person that chose to do all of those things instead of being forced into the situation. No, I'm pretty sure the king tells Link, you're the one that's meant to save my daughter. You had this dream. He still wanted to, though, did he not? I mean, he what did, makes you think yeah, Wind Waker Link didn't want to save Tetra? He didn't just go like, he, yeah, all right, I guess I'll save the bitch. Like, no, he, he wanted more, to go save her. I think he has way more. He cared about her. To be fair, Tetra was Tetra, a character that like kinda, is introduced later, but... I think every other Zelda game except for Twilight Princess, Zelda's has been, and I guess Ocarina a focal of time, point. she's been there. Yeah. But Tetra is someone mm-hmm. that comes in and then Wind Waker Link is like, oh shit, you're a princess. And then Tetra's like, oh shit, I'm a princess. You got to save me because I'm in danger. So I get where Avery's coming from, but at the same time, I think, I think I'm just biased against I, I felt more choked into the story, mm-hmm. I think, between the two. I think Twilight Princess has the most like weird push for Link to be in the situation because 
I've played the intro maybe like three times replaying the game and never finishing it again, but you're like in the village and then shit happens. Your horse gets well, his, stolen, I think. Well, his girl gets stolen. Ilya, I think yeah. that's her name. The, the girl that gets um, stolen. Yeah, that's the main focal point for most of the story. Is, um, I oh, want to make the argument that Twilight Princess might be the most badass Link. Yes. Like the most like fearless, I'm going to jump along because he is not a he's not a champion like in mm-hmm. breath of the wild he's just your everyday farm hand and then he, he has like a friend like one of the friends at the um the village is like a sword master so he knows the thing about swinging a right. sword but he's no fighter by any means why wow, he was hurting he, goats yeah he was hurt okay granted link is ridiculously strong in twilight princess like, he's swole yeah he is can take a is. like a, a charging goat ox thing headlong and then he will throw it to the side like he's just crazy swole for no reason yeah. no explanation he lift the but, ball and chain like nothing oh yeah he can move with the the was it one ton uh boots even moving with that is insane yeah but we're not mad pat i'd like to be though but <laughs> i mean i just want to say that toy princess link he's fearless and he's really badass. And also, story time. I did not know in the Fire Temple against you know the giant um, uh, what's it called? I forgot what um those rock people are called. Gorons. Gorons. Uh, Gorons. Uh, I guess the giant Goron uh, monster. Uh, I did not know you're supposed to equip the the heavy boots and then grab his chain and then make him trip and then just wail on his evil eye crystal yeah so i spent uh, maybe like a half hour shooting the eye crystal with the bow (laughs) which you also get in that temple yeah and you i just shot him in the face with it about a hundred times that was the max arrows and uh, i think 90 arrows in he actually dies and you get like the effect with the monster dies. I'm like, holy shit! That was such a long and tedious fight because I had to constantly get his. I had to run around him, make sure I can see the eye, and I would shoot him in the face with it. And every time I shoot Bro. him in the face, he goes, "Yep." And then he has to like reset, and then I shoot him again after he resets. Oh man! And after I like Dude. a decade later, I watched a video, a playthrough of it. And the dude equipped the iron boots, he yanked on his chain, and then made the, the monster trip. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I I'm... am so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine like young Lance like running into his room Friday night, like after school. He's like, all right, I'm going to play Twilight Princess the whole weekend. And then you're fighting this guy and you're like, look out the window. He's like, oh, this battle's kind of taking a while. Look out the window again. Uh, it's already Monday. It's already Monday morning. It's ready. You got to get ready for school. Your mom's like, like it's time to go to school. Like, oh, I, I ran out of arrows the first time. I'm like, wow, I'm just fucked then. I, I have no more arrows. There's no way to win. So I have to reset. Like, okay, this time I'm going to make sure I hit every single one. And I did, and I killed him. You're a mad lad, dude. You're a mad lad. Yeah. And then I bought the strategy guide, and I, I even had the strategy guide, but I guess I skipped that one because I wanted <laughs> to do it on my own. Fair. Yeah. So still a dumbass in the so, end. So Twilight Princess Link, probably number two. At least, <laughs> if not one. All right, I need I need a one from everyone. Give me give me your best link. 
And let's see. I let's think it's Breath of the Wild because he's Bear Grylls. He just drinks his own piss and eats weird mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Breath of the Wild too, but it's because of that fucking uh, the the Sheikah slate that he has. I think that it in itself is so overpowered that it kind of like nullifies like everything else about his weapons, like everything he's gotten in the past. Like to me, like means nothing yeah, remember that shitty hook shot yeah it means nothing now <laughs> hook shot what so Just time stop them now yeah yeah breath is a wild he's got a lot of personality and he, he says a lot more he's got a lot of good storylines too so yeah she has like a relationship with zelda like a not just her each other really well even the champions too the the past champions he, he's got quite oh, a bit of history with them too with them it's great yeah yeah so. we get to see him interact with other people wind waker link interacts with other people <laughs> i don't know anything about skyward sword link and his relationships he's got um, there's only there's only like two or three characters right like the zelda at the beginning until she's gone Goose. G- yeah Goose. yeah so bug that's girl the bug girl and then feed. the girl that falls in love with you and then you have to reject her ass or, or keep it going for the rest of the fucking game yeah. Does she have blue hair? No. No, no. She has like a, a mole she had, on like, her face. Like dirt like, shit. Really sharp. There's oh. this one character uh that's part of the dorms in Skyward Sword. He's like the weakling and the kid that gets bullied. There's one side quest where Link can uh can help him out, right? Yeah, get him get his confidence up by like helping him do more push ups. There's a yeah. lot of side quests in Skyward oh, Sword where that's you just right. help people. The gratitude crystals. Yeah, you try to like help this like vampire uh, yeah. to get gratitude crystals to try to get him to be a human again. So that was like their uh, like golden scotula uh, side quest where you just get so much shit throughout the game uh, overall. So he just wants to be with Zelda, but then right as he gets to Zelda, she's taken away right in front of him. So he keeps going and going. Oh my god, this this girl Petrus? Is that I her think, name, the mole girl? Yeah. That's the storage lady, right? Petrus? Yeah, if you talk to her Peaches. enough, she you, you get her away from being a grumpy old or a grumpy lady to like falling in love with you, then you gotta <laughs> turn her down or you keep it going for the rest of the game. I don't know if it's She's just like, her oh model, but she looks way older than Link, because Link looks like he's <laughs> What, like 16 or something? Yeah. She looks like she's like in her 20s. Yeah. Yeah, the more times you interact with her, she's like, wow, he keeps coming back. I think he likes me. <laughs> Even though there's only like three people that shop in that fucking <laughs> little shopping area. Mm-hmm. It must be yep. Faith. God. Concept part. Oh, God. Yeah, you can straight up say that you like her, I guess. <laughs> You can become that character if you really wanted to. You could be like, "Yes, you are now my wife." <laughs> oh my god! Essentially, right, that's how deep it goes. So does that make Skyward Sword number two then in your guys' eyes? Because you can date that girl. <laughs> no, it not might really. be too. Yeah. I so was that Twilight Princess number three? I. Mm, I still I, think Wind Waker to... should not be last. That's all. Well, I'm fine. Oh, okay. to his Let's bottom. work backwards. Already. He's last. Is that Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so, too, actually. Okay. The links have just gotten better much, over uh, time. Yeah. It was a starting point for Link becoming 
more and more of the actual character versus just the green guy you use to kill people mm-hmm. with. Okay, so then what's better, Wind Waker or Twilight Princess? Oh, Lance made a great argument for Twilight Princess, but... The same uh, kind of characteristics, though. He's just this normal kid. See, the thing is, like, I think it's because he stays a kid, right? Like, this is just inherently, like, he... I wouldn't say he got, like, lucky, but, like, the Ganondorf in that game doesn't... He doesn't scream to me like a powerhouse Ganondorf. He's just kind of like a... Yeah. More like a majestic wisdom kind of Ganondorf, kind of, like, more regal uh when you're like fighting him of course he's got like the double swords yeah so but like the other ganondorf even like ocarina of time this guy's a fucking unit you know like he's just yeah gigantic demon twilight princess right he was the big he turns into that big boar i mean they they used him for uh he kills a a couple of sages too yeah so like i don't know the wind Wind waker link i think he gets to show it as sick just because like his ganondorf wasn't as uh Mm -hmm. powerful as like the other ganondorf like if we do a top five uh, Ganondorf's like Wind Waker Ganondorf is probably Uh-oh. on the bottom we're not gonna do that though I didn't yeah. realize this is gonna be that Ganon controversial really of a topic in Wind Waker yeah because Wind Waker I feel like the actual battle and it's very apparent is the ocean of like look at what has happened to Hyrule now you have to traverse it and deal with its fucking shitty ocean and all the stupid stuff that comes he, at you with it he won by default in that story too because Link was just gone Mm-hmm. yeah yeah he didn't have a yeah anything to stop him mm-hmm. yeah so. all right how's this list it's okay i guess oh my god <laughs> i i sense a little bit of disagreement i knew i should no. have picked this topic wolf link is is also link i don't want to <laughs> say that twilight princess is better just because he turns into a wolf i actually don't like that concept i actually think him being a wolf doesn't really help his case because I think Minna kind of helps out more than he is in his wolf form. The yeah. wolf was meant to push Midna as a character. Yeah. To yeah. Give For her sure. agency. So that's why it's like hard to give him Midna. that credit. Because it's kind of Midna doing all the work, not really him. Sure, he bites the insect to make, you know, collect the the dig stuff. That's pretty cool. savage. But he latches onto some enemies and he just goes, yeah. I'm really dead. I, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm more questioning, like, Plenty, are you only biased because Wolf's an animal? No. And like, you, you love animals and you want to make sure that the animal gets enough isn't credit. Isn't it fun to, to scream every time I you think she puts the wolf to scream? I think she puts Wind Waker up. over Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Wind Waker... <sighs> Like, I have issues because the arguments that Lance brought up were things that I didn't think of, and they're very valid in Link's character, like his motives of finding this. Because I totally did not remember Link had a a childhood friend that got kidnapped, even though I played the I beginning mean, of the game so all many of, times. All of his childhood oh. friends got kidnapped. Yeah, even the little point. kids. kidnapped in every game. Yeah, the little yeah. kids get kidnapped too, and these guys seen them in uh, Gerudo Valley. Well, not kidnapped, I guess. They, they get, like, fucking forced into a small or uh, Kaku- I know, Kakariko but, I mean, village. He eventually finds them again, and then he... Yeah, they're, they're like, in Kakariko Village, on. and then he has to, like... Remember that one-on-one battle with, like, the, the main orc guy, and they were, like, running towards each other, and he had to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. fight you them. The and back. then he did it on the bridge, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, he, he does like multiple battles for those kids, and then you know, we totally fuck him afterwards. Except for the little one, the little midget one, he was kind of important for like some items, but other than that, 
Yeah, uh, the baby. The midget baby, baby yeah, becomes no. like that's not well, a midget. That's well, a child. That's a that's a child. Infant. Yeah. That's a baby. That's and a becomes- midget. That's the oldest son. <laughs> he was older than all the other siblings. No, that's a baby. That was actually was the like dad. Really small. <laughs> Twilight Princess was so such a that fucking had, weird game. That thing had such like eloquent dialogue. Yeah, good business like, sense. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was an entrepreneur. Yeah, it was sarcastic. It yeah. made a great Boss business. Oh no, that was that was the OG boss baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's no. true. All right, I want to end this now. Please end this fucking top take five now. Somehow you, we got back to boss baby, and that kind of makes me upset. <laughs> Surprise! It wasn't me this time. Surprise! It wasn't you. Ben. It's fine. Wait, hold on. So you want Wind Waker over Twilight Princess? That's what you're saying. Avery? Yeah, I feel like Wind Waker's character is a little bit more real, I guess. Hey, man, he had an action button that just let you win the game. <laughs> Perfectly timed <laughs> well, dodge roll. Twilight Princess kind of had the same thing, but he had multiple oh, action yeah. buttons. It wasn't and just the one. And he also could backspin you. Twilight Princess had a lot more moves. Sure, he mechanics, killed, yeah. He killed his ancestor to learn... The new moves. How him. fucking badass is that? Yeah, his ancestor like turned to a skeleton gladiator and talked to him in like he let him this kill him. hallucination and Link had to kill him and then he's like, Now take my move now that you know it. Yeah. Well, I mean that's so fucking badass. He probably wanted to be like, I'm done, dude. I'm I'm tired of being in this fucking world. No, that was the amazing thing about the ancestors. Like he's like, Oh, teach all my reincarnations these moves by having them kill me. <laughs> and then Twilight Princess shall do the same, but he'll be in wolf form. But that's Ocarina of Time Link being cool, not Twilight Princess Link being cool. Like uh, Twilight Princess Lance Link is, saying, is cool, but Wind Winker is also L- a lot more just expressive saying, oh, than human. Link Twilight Princess is willing that to is kill. True. I think that's what he was trying yeah. to get at. Like he's he huh? no, doesn't give a fuck. Twilight Princess Link is willing to kill to get what oh, he wants that's what right. he's trying he's to say edgy boy well could, you yes. can see him become a better killer over the course of the game yeah from yeah. most of yeah. twilight print twilight princess link's reactions and facial expressions come from the fucking wolf talking to midna and that's what bothers me is that is that link this is like this this is such a different interpretation of link because it's a fucking dog which yes young plinchy was super into and really cool but Compared to the other links, I feel like Wind Waker Link has a lot more expressions. He, quote, says things a lot more, interacts with NPCs a lot more better. Whereas Twilight Princess Link's conversations are, ah, Link, like, like Ocarina of Time and most other games is just forward dialogue and Link being like, dot, dot, dot. He doesn't even have to do dot, dot, dot. He just... He just, he just stands there looking the craziness. pretty. He just stands there and he takes all the craziness. Uh, he doesn't flinch. All right, all right, all right. Avery, Twilight Princess or Wind Waker? Which one's better? You know, just because I'm not <laughs> the between two yes men, it's it's probably going to be Wind Waker for the character. But uh, God, oh no, I'm actually over. I'm Twilight more than Wind Waker. Actually, yeah. you are. You're Twilight yeah. more than Wind I'm Waker. I'm Twilight more of a Wind Waker. I already know. Lance is already Twilight over Wind Waker, and then obviously Plinchy's Wind Waker over Twilight. So I'm trying to see if there's going to be a tie, or you you pretty much break the tie. 
I'm just saying, a little fucking kid who's out on the world on the fucking boat Look, that talks. We all to don't him. get what we want, all right? I don't even want Skyward Sword that high, <laughs> but I'm letting you go. <laughs> so the only one we can agree on is the best and the worst. Everything else is muddled. So, all right, let's call it. <laughs> Pump, pump, yeah, uh, way too much time on this. pump Twilight Sword up, pump Skyward Sword down, oh, and then pump Wind Waker up. Pump. You know what I'm saying? Twilight Princess 2, Wind Waker 3, Skyward Sword 4. I think uh, I'm fine with that. Is everyone okay with that? Pump, pump, pump it up. Okay, I guess we're okay with that. I'm clenching my teeth. We're, we're never, I should, I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. Begrudgingly, we wasted, I think, almost 20, 25 minutes on this. So I don't even know ah, if, five I can, minutes only. if I can cut this down or not. <laughs> but uh, here you go. Your best uh, links uh, starting from the bottom. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask link, uh, Skyward Sword link at number four. Number three, Wind Waker link. Number two, Twilight Princess link. And then at number one, Breath of the Wild link. So uh, let us know down below if you agree with our rankings. I'm for sure that no one's going to agree with this. I, I mean, <laughs> one of our own co-hosts Actually, doesn't even agree. time is the best link. Yeah, so go ahead and fucking argue in the comments down below. I don't even know we had the energy to argue back, so uh, have fun. Uh, but other than that, let's uh, let's move on to the main part of our show. It is the anime ranking board for the spring 2020 season, 2022 season. Uh, before the spring season started, uh, we watch all the trailers for all the shows, and then we handpick 10 animes uh, to put on our ranking board uh, to rank week in and week out. Uh, usually, we start regretting our choices around week three, week four, and then we start trading everything in and trading everything out. Uh, and then we get a finalized top 10, and then we see which gets uh, we power our supremacy at the end of the season, uh, which is going to be Spy Family. But, you know, anything can happen. Uh, Don't spoil it. But uh, let's jump in to week three of this season. Uh, like always, I'll read the bottom half of the board's grades real quickly, and then I'll put 20 minutes on the clock, and then we'll discuss anything on the bottom half of the board. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, coming in at 10th place, and always will be at 10th place, it seems like. Uh, Donald the Witch comes in at 17 points uh, with the grades D plus from Avery, D minus from Lance, C from Plinchy, and then an F plus from myself. Uh, coming in at ninth place, Arhan, Arheron, fuck, it's so hard to say that name, is indecipherable. Coming in at just a blistering 18 points, just barely beating out Down of the Witch. Uh, with the grades, D plus <laughs> from Avery, D minus from Lance, D from Plinchy, and then C minus from myself. Uh, Tomodachi game comes in at eighth place with 33 points. Uh, B minus from Avery, C plus from Lance, C minus from myself, and then B from Plinchy. Uh, Love after world domination. Uh, comes in at seventh place with 35 points. Uh, B minuses from everyone else except for myself. I am at a C plus. Uh, and then finally rounding out the bottom half of the board to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl and the secret task comes in at sixth place with 39 points. Uh, with a pretty even grades, B's across the board except for Plinchy. She is at a B minus. Uh, so there you go. That's your bottom half of the board. I shall put 20 minutes on the clock and uh, let us discuss any of these animes on the bottom half. Ready to gut our hands on. Just say the word. Hold on, hold on. We'll talk about <laughs> that after. Shot. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> Let's talk about That's the That's what animes. I gotta say about that show. <laughs> I want to talk about Tomodachi Game. All right, hit it. And how 
quickly we have found the traitor. How do you guys feel yeah. about that? I think there could be multiple traitors with that said. That that's my idea from it. Yeah. Uh, like he's he's the red herring kind of, right? Cuz like for you to reveal the the guy behind the curtain already like ruins the whole concept of the season, right? right. So like he it looks like it, but like technically when when the person that like <laughs> it didn't show him grabbing the money like i i i know like he said he did and he got cut by the fucking big titty girl and he was mm-hmm. walking towards the locker i didn't see him steal it so i have a hard time believing like it's all- his perspective right yeah so like obviously yeah. it's him right like obviously that's that's the guy's perspective i don't know why they were trying to hide it i mean they yeah they they like threw away the answer when they like oh he got a cut and then all of a sudden he had a cut on his face even though that cut wasn't there like yeah. for two episodes that was, that was as if yeah. his glasses were completely concealing yeah but the what cut is, is like fucking 50 meters like down below under the glasses his cheekbone, yeah. yeah so but, that was kind of stupid but they did show the walk the envelope behind his back right holding it but did someone give it to him or did he take it see that's that's the thing so like i'm with avery on that like it could be like maybe two people are in on this maybe three maybe everyone hates the poor kid and they want to fuck him over i don't fucking know like (laughs) yeah i don't know i guess so but I uh, to me I I only gave it the lower grade from my usual is that I think it was too early. I think I think they mm. blew the load on like trying to create this uh this scheme of like double uh <laughs> like a double homicide kind of like there's multiple people like in on this kind of shit like I don't know. It's just a little too early. I, I was hoping they kind of focus on the game more, but they were just like she's a yeah, slut they, they and then they like they totally forgot about the game afterwards and then it's like it's not even not even mm. important anymore. Like who gives a fuck about the game? I think this game is just too fucking long to make it your focal point. I I honestly thought they were going to like, like time lapse it, you know, like get halfway. I thought they were going to do like stupid little, uh, like secrets, right? It's like, Oh, uh, this guy has like a mole under his like left nipple or like he has a third nipple, like something like total throwaway. Right. And that's how you like time lapse. That's not a throwaway to have a third nipple. Well, I mean, you have a turn nipple, and we don't he judge wins. you any differently. <laughs> you don't have to fucking say that on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, so like, I thought that was going to be the time lapse, but they just kind of like they went for the jugular and just like, oh yeah, she's a slut. Did, yeah. That's it. And then like the whole game is like right from the nullified. Get-go. Yeah. I think with um, you know, the who done it mystery part of a lot of shows. And especially anime, and now that I think about it more, I not even have to think about it more, but um, to have way too much control of the situation, right? Like, I don't need to draw this scratch under his fucking, under Tenji's eye at all. Mm-hmm. You don't have to even have any idea that it's there because I don't feel like fucking drawing it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a shitty cop-out, and it's what a lot of even, like, regular whodunit movies do. They yeah. they will just never show those little things until they're like, all right, let's get the fucking magnifying glass. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the oh, way, absolutely. when you 100, like, 300 zoom the shoes, now it's all muddy. It's like, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be looking at everyone's fucking feet unless your name's, yeah. um, God, who's the dude who wrote uh, the Django Unchained? What, Tarantino? Uh, Tarantino. Yeah. Unless you're going to Tarantino and be like, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, but, that, but see, that's the cool thing. It's like they, <laughs> but that's the thing though. It's like they usually drop like these little like Easter eggs to make you like, oh, that's just a throwaway mm. thing. Like if you just like right. if you had a band aid underneath or like the fucking uh, uh, the other girl Sawaragi, Sar- she was like, oh my god, you have a cut. Like let me put a band aid on. Like before they did the coin game, I'd be like, okay, that's just a throwaway thing. That means nothing. Right, mm-hmm. he just yeah. got a cut from like maybe when they or like, like a sideways thing. How's your injury? You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's been great. That's just a sideways thing to be like, okay, this that has nothing pertaining to the coin game right now that we're having a problem with. Someone's lying. Like I'm totally like my thought process is like is somewhere else, but I see it. It's there. And then when it comes back, I'll be like, oh, I oh, see yeah. the connection. Wow, that was clever. That's cool. Yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> Avery, you read the manga. I just read the first three. I'm already, that's already passed. <laughs> the first three chapters? Yeah, yeah. It, it ended right before this game even started. Did you get to read much about the peanut gallery characters? Yeah, yeah, they, they did all the same thing. Oh. It was almost one for one for all their commentating. We're, we're never gonna get to know them until like what we saw before right like they're like one part of this whole game right they're they're class c yeah three or whatever so mm-hmm. once the game opens up that's when we'll start understanding them better but until then i mean they're just the peanut gallery and they're just there to waste our time yeah i was just thinking about the what i brought up last week about how different this anime would be without those characters and i feel like what we just talked about of alluding to the future reveals that's probably what the focus would have been taken towards instead of being like hey look at these two girls and let's hear what they talk about that could have just been replaced with better exposition from the actual characters themselves and absolutely feeling like we've been betrayed after learning about with the friendship and the glasses guy and then being like oh my god it was him the whole time yeah except for they're just like having their own comments they're like ha 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 it's so funny when they betray each other it's like "Ah, you see the main character did this because he feels like this yeah oh is that what i was supposed to be thinking about okay that's why it feels like a cop out i feel like they only like you leave them there to like remind the audience hey don't forget this is a game of life or death i think and there's a bigger person behind all this that's behind the curtain and we're there to keep reminding you that this is a game and they're not trying to like uh they're not trying to fuck each other because they want to it's because of this game is forcing them the pressure and stuff like that so uh because i have a feeling next episode Tenji's gonna have like this like really sad backstory, right? Like we see in the openings, they all yeah, opening or ending animation, they all have like this sad yeah. moment in their life. So they're just gonna be like, oh, Ten- Tenji's dad yeah. left him or something like that for like a slut, and he's just like, I hate sluts. That's why I fucking put it down. I don't know, some some bullshit like that. So. I you're probably a thousand percent right with the direction that the anime is going. Not that it's bad, but it's just very predictable. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. This 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 anime is sliding pretty fast. Uh, like this one and another anime on our top ten. Uh, I had hopes for, but it's sliding uh, quicker and quicker down the the fucking uh, quicksand. Yeah, which one's that one? Uh, I'll say it when they when we talk about the anime. <laughs> Damn, it's on the bottom five. I'll say it when we talk I, about the anime. Yeah, I have a feeling I know. <laughs> Lance knows me. 
he, I, I'm pretty sure he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, anything else on this bottom five? Yeah, when we go and get in that <laughs> that good good and chop off Arhan's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, it feels like I'm the only <laughs> one that was okay. Just like sharpening the, the yeah, my, my giant great axe. I'm like, yep. come on. <laughs> I, I can see like the the like the the black hoodie like slowly like going over your head. You're like big sight. <laughs> so what are we? Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> the fucking ski mask. It's, oh, yep. Oh, not yet. Oh, okay, uh, I'll the, just leave it half. The fucking pan- <laughs> the fucking pantyhose. You're like, <gasps> all right, I'm ready to go. I can't see anything about all these white <laughs> sheets. Your wife fucked up. <laughs> uh, okay, but any that enemies, anything you guys saw that you guys like or dislike? Uh. Dude, I mean, Ma, uh, Mao Sukai, Dawn of the Witch. I, let, let's be fucking. Let's be fucking real. We needed to watch the previous show to like understand what the fuck's going on with some of these characters, like that tiger. Yeah, tiger millionaire. You know, I don't think we do. I I, I think he's such a throwaway character. He's just well, there he's as the a main character in the other show. Yes, I realize that, but I feel like he's just like a mercenary in this one, just to like, kind of push the plot along. Like he didn't even like, try to fight the kids. He just kind of like let them go. He's like, "Oh, you should just, probably run after them because yeah. my uh, my other person's going." And it's obviously going to be zero, the girl that's the main person, and the other grimoire is zero. So like, I don't know. It just they just I, feel like they're. I feel characters. like there's so much context missing, and instead we get like, "I'm a sad bitch." Look at my nah. look at my little nubs on my head. I, I think you're giving it too much credit, dude. I think I think they are as as simple as it could be so uh i don't know a horrible episode i don't even like Touch how nubs. I, I don't even like how the tiger guy is drawn he looks cute and kind of like that thick kind of like he's a good, good looking from what i've seen yeah like he's not anime? he's not menacing at all and i was kind of like well that kind of like throws away any impending doom i feel like when they had when they like got attacked by him Right, like yeah. when he slashed the the tree, and then you look at him. I'm like, oh, this guy doesn't want to kill us. Oh, he's, he's cute. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. he's just a messenger, or like he he's trying to like get them to do something to save them or whatever. So he's going to be like on our side. He doesn't look evil in any way, shape, or form. He's kind of he like looks whatever. Hella evil in the promo art, though, for my yeah. sky Dawn of the Witch. I yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat with Avery, but. Not, not that it's gonna fix the show, but it's like I probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> no, you know? yeah, of yeah. course. It would have been more enjoyable to be like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. Good luck yeah, even trying to get to through the other that, season. That insider knowledge of being like, oh, you know, that intrigue of introducing a character from a different anime. We're all in the same universe. What does it mean? Obviously, I don't know how the fucking uh, what's the other anime called? Tiger Mar- Boy anime. We're Marv Zero. Oh, Grimoire of Zero. They mentioned that a lot in this episode of yeah. Dawn of the Witch. Because I'm so. assuming it was like a main focal point of the world itself. Like everything bases mm-hmm. off this Grimoire, life or death, you know, good or evil kind of thing. I mean, the little lolly teacher uh, apparently wants to know more about it. So, and I think she was alluding to, like she was talking to the principal and she was saying like, oh, we're going to go meet the person that wrote the Grimoire. Wrote so I'm it? assuming we're going to meet yeah. Zero 
and she's gonna be like oh yeah i'm the one who wrote it or whatever or i'm the one who has the book now i don't, I don't know how the other season went but you know yeah, like me neither. that's why like yohei to me is just like oh well, you want to find the grimoire like uh -huh, i'm gonna scare you to the, great. to the west and then you're gonna have to go to the west and you're gonna run into the girl and there's gonna be very uh like the, like it's not uh pre-planned whatsoever so i don't know it's just i <laughs> show sucks <laughs> we'd probably appreciate it more if we were fans of grimoire zero i don't that's know the kind of vibes that i'm getting that's kind, of a, tall order, right? that's kind of a tall order looking at like i i watched the teaser trailer and then i watch and i'm looking at scores and i read everyone else's like shit about it it just doesn't sound anywhere fun or exciting so like even this world isn't as fun like we have done like zero world building other than the grimoire so just character building and touch my horn yeah we wasted well, we got to see everyone naked too yeah we wasted so much time on the we bat did? scene yeah yeah everyone was naked in their yeah. hot hot tub or hot spring yeah everyone in their grandma was naked this episode and also had no ass cheeks yeah oh that's right donna the 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 lolly sensei came in yeah and then scared the two boys out and then they walked in on horn girl and she was butt naked as well and then right, right. fucking kudo is like oh I'll, I'll help you cover up and takes off like sable's uh towel and he's got like a monster dog yeah, he was naked too yeah yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> that that's a monster even for me a monster <laughs> yeah that it's one was a bit like oh dude who wrote the jokes you're a fucking loser. Oh, there's no jokes. That's Actually. just that's <laughs> no, just like that serious. Like that's character building in their eyes, which is like yeah. the most yeah. from a fucking dumb. loser. That's what. That's yeah. like great. This isn't even a harem or like a why. Yeah, this, that, that's all like oh, no. That's it's, why it's I, so that people will make doujinshis of the characters. Exactly. I hate to say it, but I mean that's if I sex sorry, sells. If a novel can make good characters, you can at least find the lolly sexy yeah sex sells right. big booby horn Agents girl moving on the house <laughs> they had they, they had like because i'm right <laughs> they had like a montage too <laughs> where like they were all hanging out with each other and they were like traveling together and being happy and the horn girl is like like usually like almost like half naked she's like wearing like her her like her sleepwear and it's just like a barely like a, a spaghetti strap really? top and like her boobs are like literally like just falling out of it and she's wearing like short shorts and they're just like uh just the the that whole little like can I get a pick of that for list. reference yeah I can try to find it for you this is one of those like fetish animes because that's the kind of vibes that I got from Grimoire Zero just total hey, fetish hey, you're if a furry. It's like the you like main Tiger Bulls? Line, ma mainstream. This is mainstream? I mean, I feel like this is kind of mainstream isekai, right? Well, not isekai, but fancy story. I don't know. I it's going pretty low. Grimoire Zero was pretty bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it scores pretty low in people's eyes. Feedback. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe Sable and Horn Girl is like their way of being like hey come back oh my god come back to this universe and this anime we got lizard boy booba horn girl uh pretty okay. femme boy who always sh shows his shoulders oh sorry they weren't sleeping that's just her her underwear while they were out in the river and she just just swimwear 
Well, I think it's just her undergarments. It's just her undergarments because they don't, you know, they don't swim. Because obviously, like, look, she's like pretty much almost naked, Lolly girl. Yeah. So and obviously, she doesn't wear undergarments. Period. Yeah. So that's it. Like that. Oh, look, Kudo, Kudo did something helpful. Yeah. Fuck that though. <laughs> he was gonna steal that guy's leg. <laughs> and then sacrifice for a spell. <laughs> hey, Donald. Uh, irony. It's my favorite form of punishment. Anything else for this bottom five? You, you guys scored higher on Love Out the World Domination. This is the highest I think I've ever seen you guys score that show. What was it about this episode? I mean, it was probably the best it could be in terms of like the boy and the girl dating. And, you know, they actually went on the, like, the amusement park date and that was kind of like cute and wholesome. And then he like snuck into the base uh, before that. And then she sat on his face. <laughs> That's probably what did it. Yeah, that was probably it. That's probably it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to segue from that. Uh, to become a real heroine. Speaking of sitting on faces. Sitting on faces. Uh, I wish... It was a pretty good third episode, but I really wish that this was the second episode not not like it's mm. bad or anything but i wish they just kind of got it over with the whole like the two boys finally defending our you know the small town girl yeah and like actually caring about her like i like i enjoy the interactions that they had but i was like man what a waste because i feel like episode two is kind of like a nothing episode and i was like this could have been episode two and then we move on from there because uh I mean, it's almost like little to no drama in this in this show. Like that that scene with the the other actress, and then she like was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not yeah, moving on, man." Bitchy. Yeah, one. it's like I totally get it. You know, like that's 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 a storyline that will happen early on in this kind of mm-hmm. uh, the story. But I wish it was done sooner. I don't know. I I think I'm still on the boat where like the other two girls aren't involved yet, and I'm kind of upset. A little bit that they're not involved. The red hair girl says she had a boyfriend. I don't even. I don't even know if I can believe her on that. Uh, but she said she had like an older boyfriend that's gonna help her study. I'm like, what's a 45 year old gonna know about trigonometry? Important. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Everything because that's the teacher. Duh. No, I don't know. Oh yeah. I know. Teacher's kind of hot. So it's something. Maybe she's in love he with the teacher. Actually. That's that's not that's not uncommon to have one of the students he be in love with the like teacher. He looks like another love yeah, interest in an really ultimate hot. game. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just want more involvement with those two because uh, the yeah. the three of them, the 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 idol boys, and then our main girl, just not enough. As as cute as the main girl is, and everything she does is like adorable. It, the dynamic is not enough to make me sewed on this anime. So, quick, 30 seconds left. Anything else? So, uh, all right, on, son. All right. Well, I guess we're <laughs> done with the bottom half of the board. <laughs> uh, to just to, so Avery can fucking explode on this fucking show. Uh, that is the bottom half of our board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grades. Uh, and, because it is finally uh, week three of uh, the season, trading trading season is now open for open. Uh, for all of us here to trade in any anime we want 
for any animes that we have on the bench. Uh, to let you know what we have on the bench for this season, uh, four animes uh, have shown that they can handle the top 10, hopefully. Uh, so uh, The Rising and the Shield Hero Season 2, Call Me Can't Communicate Season 2, uh, Love All Play, and then Your Boy Kong Ming uh, will be the four that's on the bench. So uh, now we can finally decide what we want to take out. Obviously, we still have a couple weeks uh, for the trading season to be done to finalize our our trades, but we only have three trades. So if you're going to trade them all now, uh, then this this trading season will be officially done uh, very quickly. So, so uh, let's trade two, and I think I know that you guys know that I know what two <laughs> I want in and out. <laughs> I think that I know what you know that I know. <laughs> all right, how about you we let know everyone else you know? know what I know? All right, so Komi-san and fucking so your boy. And then we cut off Iron Hunt's head, and then Dawn of the Witch. We just we don't talk about it. Just just straight up taboo. Hold on, Lance. You said Daemon. Yeah, so Daemon. You want Daemon? Replaced by what? Uh, I don't know. No one else backed me up on that. So now all of a sudden, I don't feel very confident. <laughs> no, I'm I'm asking because I'm down to get rid of Daemon, Ahiran, and Dawn of the Witch. I don't know. It's something about Damon. I ranked it higher than Aheron. <laughs> Ahad and we've been saying that wrong for so long. Now I'm saying it wrong now. Ahad and Sun. Uh, and Don the Witch. But I just don't really. It's like that old argument that I had with Peter that I don't connect with the story that's being told. Because, I mean, aside from me both working. Uh, me and the guy <laughs> working at Mochi Shop, and me also being like an older twenty-year-old, and also I think the guy's thirty, being in the sticks, thirty-two, but close enough, yeah, yeah. close yeah. enough, uh, and being in the sticks and not having no direction in life. Like, I don't feel like I really relate to this guy. <laughs> Wait, are we brushing that oh under the God. table? Yes, <laughs> yes. Holy yes, shit. yes we are. All those other points under the table, I just don't feel like a strong connection to this story. So it's hard for me to get excited. We about literally it. just saw Lance sweep up a room full of dust while talking and just shoved it under our bed and was like, anyways. Anyways, I'm going to start cutting room. these strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Once, let, let's give it a while for um, the third one, is what I think. That, that's all I'm asking. Okay. I think okay, these two are, sure. like, very strong. Let, let's get them the fuck out of here. The third one, I'm like, <laughs> it could be Tomonachi game, you know? You, you may you may want to shoot that one out instead. I, I actually thought you Tomodachi guys want to give... I thought you guys want to give uh, Love After World Domination. Like, every, every week I see you guys too. watch it, I, I feel like it gets further and further away of, like, being into it. So first episode was already like you guys are like a hundred meters away, and now you guys are like ten thousand meters away. It's I don't know because I, I can assume that they're not in high school. I'm okay with the show. No, they're in they're high school. school. Yeah, okay. they're high school get, get age. Get the fuck out of here! I haven't seen them at school yet. But they don't go to <laughs> so, school. Yeah, everything is no, like they outside of They're heroes and they're villains. Yeah, I, I think see. they're I think they're homeschooled. I think that's the I, case. I think the main thing that kind of no, keeps no me with that show is like, why are you still working with them? Like, what what the fuck's going on with your job situation and being an evil what, girl master? Yeah. Oh, they do explain like, they, they that. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, what but that's the only thing that's kind of holding me yeah. at least. 
I mean, it's but, probably um, some stupid bullshit like, oh, the old gelato team were shitty and they didn't save the girl's hometown from being destroyed by villains. <laughs> she joined up with the villains to spite them. And now they have a new team of gelatos and she's attracted to the red guy. Could be. Yeah. yeah. I can't say yes or no. I already read it. So. My, my hero's done it for less. <laughs> yes. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Damn. All right, hey, it's so. true. Some of those villains got bitch ass reasons. You're just being a bitch. Stop crying <laughs> the, over spilled milk. The bear milk. used to be a, a shonen boy. Oh my god! And then he got turned into a bear, and now he has to be evil because the world wants him to be evil. God damn it! <laughs> All right. So what I'm hearing is uh, Dawn of the Witch, Aeron gone, Komi can't communicate. Your boy Kong Ming in her your traits this this week. Everyone agree yeah, on that? I think, that, I think that's pretty decisive. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got a one, got a two, got a three, got a four. Okay. Uh, there you go. You got the fucking dancing segment in the background for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the viewers who can't see, Peter has a gif of the Yaboy Kong Ming opening where the, the five of them are just dancing and it's on repeat over and over and over again. And it's <laughs> Look, great. It would have been uh Nene and her like her dating scene in Komi Sun, but it's kinda I, I look at look at look at this dance. You just can't dance is kinda it busting. It busting, dude. The, yeah. the song's busting too. <laughs> so uh okay, so there you go. Officially swapped uh those two animes out and these two animes in. Uh and then we have the next two weeks to figure out if you want to trade a third one in or keep the top 10 as it is. So uh, let's see what happens uh, next week for the trading season. Uh, from there, let's move on to the top half of the board. Uh, as always, we'll go a little bit slower on these animes and get more uh, deep analysis uh, for each show. Uh, coming in at fifth place, Dayamon with 40 points, barely escaping the bottom half of the board. Uh, with the grades B plus from Avery, C plus from Lance, B plus from myself, and then B from Plinchy. I guess I hit it with you, Lance. You did have some gripes with it when we were talking about what we want to swap in and swap out. Uh, do you want to continue elaborating uh, what you don't like about this show? I wish there was more confection making in this show. Hmm. I think that's the first thing that comes to mind that I've. I, that's kind of just on me being misdirected on what the show is going to be. A, no, a we were on. all on that page though. We were all expecting like half drama, half like 50, 50, mochi yeah. making. 80, it's like 80, drama, 20, 20, 20. Oh yeah. man. I feel like 10% maybe sometimes. Yeah. Uh, actual talking about what's going on in the shop. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got to um, see the uh, weird uh, ex girlfriend, not ex girlfriend. Technically, ex-girlfriend and, uh, right now. Yeah, ex-girlfriend. Bit. I mean, she's really hot. She's cute. I give a C plus. Like, <laughs> she is just so yes. perfect. And I'm like, but then that makes me think, this guy, even for however long you guys last, are you serious? And now you're, I know you're crawling back to him. You're not saying it yet, but I know you're crawling back. Yeah, she's got that like <laughs> that just makes me lose feel. Respect. So when when she was like, yeah. when when they broke up, she was like, oh, I like Western sweets. I was like, that's such a Sundere line. Oh, that was like, but that was like the most like uh, softball Sundere line that that I've ever seen, and it kind of make me disrespect her a little bit because I was like, you could have done mean, it's better. Pretty, it's pretty dumb, bitch. Answer though. Yeah, it that's is, what I mean. Yeah. You know? I thought that was a joke, but also that seriously is what they broke. I thought it was like something bigger. Like she was gonna say, 
oh so it was that like that was the last straw but here's like all these other things that are just red flags about you that i broke up with you over but i think that's it yeah i i think the thing is like it was very simple but the idea of like her i wouldn't say upset but that the idea like this guy is like changing his life like on a dime right like his band broke up okay my parents sent me fucking mochi i'm gone like i think that idea is like oh but you didn't want to talk to me about moving going back home the band breaking up like we're a couple you know we gotta talk about this we gotta be on the same page so like Mm -hmm. the idea of her breaking up i get it but the execution of it was jack shit uh the fact that she just used that like oh i hate i hate eastern sweets bye and then then you go on and like explain like why she had her problems with him and it's like okay but you could have could have done that right then and there now you're kind of like wasting the whole episode doing that i don't don't know Mm -hmm. she's cute though (laughs) she really is is. and she's a perfect worker yeah she she can be stay in the cast now yeah uh itsuka doesn't quite have that kind of charisma star power it's not right now no i think she has that much control over the show either no it it really feels like she's going with the flow and it, the flow is not going with her, and that's the—I don't want to say upsetting, but like it's just like it's realistic. Said, yeah, it's realistic. Shit happens. But we were yeah. all under the uh, pre- like the impression that like this is like her show, right? Like this is her yeah, life. She's gonna change the shop. Yeah, change the people around. But there's nothing wrong with the shop, you know. Like it's usually one of those kind yeah, of things where really. like the shop should be like down in the dumps or uh, like going out business soon and then she comes in but well respected they're good there's no big problems with it so like there's really nothing for her to contribute for this group so i think with the direction that the show's going uh i feel like itsuka is gonna and what's the right word she's going to become a foil for whatever you know um story that the what's his name uh, uh nagomi N- nagomu nagomu Nagomu. i feel like it's being it's gonna be nagomu and his situation now that his girlfriend's or ex-girlfriend and whatever or whatever other side character that we have to learn and once itsuka becomes a plot point and an issue and i say that sparingly not that she's the problem but something happens involving her like she has a breakdown or she gets lost yeah. looking for her father again. That's when I would assume the father and daughter like close close relationship is going to start. Or we're going to have that drama and yeah of like I mean they, they, with me because this is where the candy's at. They're acting like make- faux parents by the end of the episode too. Yeah, you like, know, like yeah. yeah, that 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 idea was like accelerated, but they're already like putting in the seeds because like when he like reached out her hand. And it's like, come on, like you gotta mm-hmm, grab my hand yeah. so you don't get lost. She thought about her dad. So she already is at that point, but kind of like usually with these kind of shows, there's like resistance to it, right? And the resistance only happened yes. in episode one, but it was kind of sparingly. Like, oh, is is it really like all a guy needs to do is wear a chestnut head hat and then sing and then that gets into your heart? That kind of it feels very like rushed and fake a little bit. Like She's ten. Uh, is this so, guy in a chestnut hat ever sang for you? 
I'm like, it's pretty life changing. I'm looking at him. No, I'm kidding. Chestnut. <laughs> I mean, it could be uh, argued that no he's a girl, and that yeah. she's not being difficult because she's like, "Well, you're the son of the shop that I work at. I'll be nice." Yeah, 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 for but sure. I mean, I think you're my father, mm-hmm. and I think when that, I don't know, it's hard to say where the direction of this show is going. Because, like, I think how I would have liked it is because um, I feel like she's kind of. I know she's played a part in all three episodes so far. We are at like that episode three role. And mm-hmm. I would expect the, uh, I, I guess Nagamo, Nagamu is clearly the protagonist. And I would like Itsuka to be the deuteragonist and have at least as much weight as him. But she's still definitely been on the back burner yeah. versus like Nagamu's characterization, what we're learning about him and what his growth has been. Yeah. And how he's uh, affected other people. So I would like for, at this point, for her to have at least done some kind of power move where she, you could definitely see like they're sharing the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I for still sure. definitely think of Nagamu as like forefront and then Itsuka's like right behind him. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my gripe with where we're at so far. Maybe next episode she'll suddenly Maybe, get like, yeah. that huge development, huge focus now that we've introduced the shop helper girl and nagamu's ex but yeah that uh okay let's move on to the next anime on our list uh coming in at fourth place uh shikamori's not just a cutie at 42 points uh with the grades a minus from avery a minus from lance c plus from myself and then b from plinchy so surprisingly plinchy is not the highest grade on this show for this week hmm. so i'll pass it off to uh either lance or avery on this one uh what do you guys like about this week's episode of shikamori's not just a cutie as i said first or should i as i said that i i know what your answer is gonna be is probably gonna be fucking daddy oh fuck yeah bud but more than that more than shikamori was really cute too uh I think this is because of how much we've gotten to know about how she reacts and how um, you react. This episode, just seeing her with Yu's parents was like such a payoff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like really just wholesome. Just such a, a big, warm, welcoming scene of um, yeah. people rewarding Shikamori for being a good girl. And you, and also Shikamori in turn acknowledging, like, uh, Yu's very lucky to have Shikamori. He'd probably be dead many times over by now without her. But Shikamori is really lucky to have Yu too because she, uh, and not in like a, not even like an unwarranted way, like in a very justified way, she says that Yu is indeed a really good guy too. So she's, it's, it's not like sacrificing by settling yeah. him she thinks she deserves mm-hmm. him there's, a, there's that, an equal parts of this really relationship well yeah yeah it's an equal relationship you finally felt like a person in this episode to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yes. he actually had like more than two dimensions to his character yeah. this week and that, it that wasn't was about nice his bad luck see. it was more yeah, exactly i'm <laughs> him freaking out of the fucking it movie god that movie was so fucking like how they 
made it into like this generic killer clown movie that they actually <laughs> planned out and developed inside of the anime the fact that the kid wrote like fucking ran 10 miles into a deep forest <laughs> yeah. into a yeah. that was so <laughs> funny yeah. well i mean it was scary it was meant to be a scary movie but like knowing what it is like and then seeing their interpretation <laughs> mm-hmm. of it is so funny yeah it, I, I have to agree too with the uh, whole family and the payout there too. Just it feels more full as a show compared to let's watch the the pink haired girl do her shit. I mean, yeah, we're still yeah. watching that happen, but we still have yeah. different lenses and different reactions coming in from characters. I feel a little bit more okay with you just because we have family connections now we have like a decent conversation going on that isn't like "Uh oh how are you gonna kill yourself this week buddy yeah it's not just a big joke that he's unlucky it's yeah. it's a real problem his parents constantly worry about him and they've struggled with him <laughs> this is actually an organic thing that, that he has to deal with every single mm-hmm. day of his life and his parents are constantly worried and they're like what a relief that there's a girl who is not just emotionally but physically capable of <laughs> like providing protection for him pretty much yeah it really helps putting these two characters in situations other than uh whatever we saw in the the other two episodes because there's some kind of limitation to only being in the high school like classroom setting yeah and yep. being able to see the family going to a movie, going on dates. I think that's where slice of life and, you know, shows that deal with social interactions really thrive, where you can see different reactions to real life situations that make sense and you can see yourselves in. That scene where um, uh, it took me by surprise, Shikimori, uh, you is freaking out in the movie theater and she holds his hand did you get enough on this <laughs> i had an image of what i thought she was going to Yo. look like of like this because we saw the scene um no i mean the, the girl oh, okay <laughs> i was like yeah so maybe she was, was, she was, was getting hand. off on that she was incredibly turned on at least from like her facial expressions from how you was i like your pain like, boy <laughs> i like it when you're scared and you're a small little boy but other than that like I don't know. It, it was a good setup to where you was thinking, oh, I'm going to be really cool. Very cliche, uh, but not not presented in a very forceful way of just, okay, this is you. You know, he's very innocent. He's going to think about these things. That's fair. And the scene where it's very uh, exaggerated to anime features where he's like, oh, Shigamori, hold me. I will protect you. <laughs> I thought that they were going to flip the script. I mean, obviously, we know that Shikimori is going to do that, but I thought they were going to put her in that glamour anime shot. Mm-hmm. But no, she just looked as she did, incredibly happy and horny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I was like, "Whoa, oh my god!" I feel so many things. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> this bitch crazy and hot and a little scary but he loves it she loves him that's all that matters that there isn't anything weird about it but that's just like whoo you know there's it's gonna be a good relationship 
I like the brother relationship that started yeah, up too. Oh, I was about to say yeah. that. Holy shit. <laughs> I was so surprised that they introduced Shikamori's that Shikamori has family members. I mean, <laughs> yeah. obviously you you as family members, but I didn't think we'd get to know her family too. At all, yeah. That she's got other people to interact with other than you. <laughs> well, she has her uh, friends too. <laughs> does well, she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kamiya and yeah, uh, the- y- Yui. Those the other two yeah, girls, the, the tomboy and the the tomboy the and the 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 kind oh, eyes fuck. girl. Uh, oh, dead, not dead beat, dead dead man. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's kind of dead beat. <laughs> nah, she's the uh, smartest <laughs> out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she has I them. Like what, I like what Punchy said about um, introducing the the um, having the parent relationships with uh, both characters because I. I do think that's my favorite part of rom-coms too, is when they open the world up and they allow all these characters to not just be isolated to, oh, mom and dad only exist in the house. Uh, mom is now texting Shikamori and continuing a relationship mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. her. And it's like effect, it's going to affect the story moving forward that now Shikamori has an in for getting information on you or becoming <laughs> a girlfriend is yeah. that she can now talk to the mom. And that's just such a, a great way to expand the yeah. cast and use them well. Z plus from you, Peter. I read it, so none of it really surprises me. And to be honest, the the interactions, I, the anime does glamour it up a lot. Like I think the anime has done a great job of uh, reproducing what the manga has. But I don't know. To be honest, I'm not really feeling their relationship as much. Uh, I think it's because you isn't as strong as a male protagonist as i would like him to be so it's more like personal preference really like i i can see where you guys are getting at i can see why you guys like the show so much uh but uh yeah the the couple doesn't really do it for me as much there's not a lot of main characters like you is there i'm i'm not well versed in animes that have that type of like weak well um, back in the day it used to be Uh, the case where the girl was Boy. the weaker one, but uh, nowadays right. uh, they love because I, I think it's just the way people are in, in this culture is. But like the female yeah. character can be more well versed than the male character. So having them as a weak character, having them as a strong character, a weird character, whatever. The the main girl is so moldable in so many different aspects. But when it, when it comes to the guy, it's kind of hard for them that's why you don't really see too many different male protagonists so when you do it feels like oh shit it's like a breath of fresh air like gojo was a breath of fresh air from last season but i'm not gonna lie and say like oh gojo is like like such a one one of one character like i've seen plenty of versions of him just not as well executed so you is like the same way where like there's plenty of weak boys or like boys that want to be more manly or they look like girls they have girl features and they get treated that way there's a lot of those type of characters uh but you usually when these guys stand out it's because they're executed in a better way and i think the anime uh dokokoba their studio they really helped the manga a lot uh in terms of that because shikamori is obviously your your pull, your your magnet mm-hmm. for the show, and then no one else will ever have that same pull. Because Shikamori, you know, you can mold her in so many different ways. You know, she's a little sundere here, oh, she's no, man. a little dad, manly though. there. Oh please, you're only gonna get the dad for like another episode. And that's it. No, I don't know. 
but but yeah so like obviously like the dad is like a cherry cherry on top but like shikamori is like what you what you came here for what brought you in here so you can motor in so many different ways to to like fit any situation the guy character not so much and uh uh that's usually how it is for a lot a lot of uh, popular shows well i just really i just want to note real quick that this show is basically yuto from uh my senpai is annoying and not to me if they were the main characters of the whole show oh my god (laughs) (laughs) reflavored yeah character archetypes yeah but just like you know reimagined and redesigned okay that was it (laughs) i was just gonna say some stupid shit (laughs) go ahead say it we'll say it god i'm trying to remember the other dude's name oh okay there we go curtis and armstrong from full metal alchemist when they like shake hands with each other oh i got the God. same vibe from fucking the f- shikimori and the dad when yeah, they yeah, shook yeah. Hands. yeah yeah fully That's- understood yep. <laughs> they definitely just- try to yeah pass pass the uh two very testosterone filled manly cool people just bonded right before use eyes kind of thing yeah yeah <laughs> like same energy so i was actually reminded of hori me or hori specifically when shikamori made that face to you it's like damn they really are like the same person mm-hmm. like, shikamori's they- getting off of this she's a little like sadistic yeah yeah i think i have a type <laughs> it's plenty it's plenty more where that came from i think this is the the age where the female characters are gonna get a lot more like that so like sunere may be like the main type of that archetype or just like being more in control and being more dominant that's uh that's that's mm. becoming very apparent in in new age manga the male fantasy eh? pretty much it's always been the male fantasy i'm i i have a good feeling like such as an arbitrary number that i'm throwing out but like 80 percent of male readers that read this kind of like rom-com slice of life slice of life stuff are masochists in some way, shape, or form, whether it be a very small amount or a very big amount. You want to know why they call me Peggy Hank? All right, let's move on to the next no. anime that we have on our list. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I just want you to know that none of us is like prompting him or telling him to say this, but he's just saying this because he wants to. <laughs> next line, please. <laughs> With the teleprompter, I can't read I got it. You. I got you, fam. <laughs> Uh, as we move on to the next anime on our list coming in at 45 points uh for third place uh the executioner and her way of life uh with 45 points with the grades b pluses from avery and lance uh b for myself and then a from plinchy so uh hit it with you plinchy you got the highest grade on this show uh what did you like about this week's episode of executioner I guess I just really like the premise of this anime and the story and the direction that it's going and more interested than I am of the other animes it's mostly how i graded it this week but one thing that i enjoyed about this week's episode was i forget the um isekai girl name the black haired Um, time girl akari the there's a scene where yeah okay yeah okay akari and minnow uh they do the silly, oh, it's a date then? We're going to go on a date? And then she's actually hurt by it. And so they talk about it. She's upset. Well, they don't really talk about it. But after, or I guess in the middle of her shower, she comes out to apologize to Menno. And just like the, 
not tension, but the whole idea of Menno being slightly swayed by it and having previously given the backstory of why she became a priestess and the context of her her like training of you and we've we've already been established with this that she constantly manipulates people so that she can kill them yep but i don't know the way that they're showing her interactions with akari is she feels something and it's hard to gauge and i enjoy it the confusion of is she actually wanting to spend time with akari because she likes her or is this a manipulation tactic that she's you know putting on this farce uh and yeah i'm on the i know that it's probably because she likes akari because of the story but because of the context and the scenes that we see i am enjoying that like slight tension of like Oh, it's a mixture, right? Yeah. yeah, the when when they showed the backstory with Flair before that, I think that really helps the idea. Like, oh, yes. she might like uh, Arcadi, and then she might like have that destiny idea in her head. She sees her in her dreams, so she might be something. But she's so devoted to mm-hmm. her job and her lifestyle that she has to kill more than anyone to make up for everyone that couldn't be uh an assassin yeah. like her you know so uh definitely one to uh think about when you when you have that kind of setup so uh but uh to let everyone know this is actually the show for me that's been sliding quite a bit for me i was about to mm. ask that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and i think it's the like everything plenty said definitely i agree with for sure and it's not like anything is they've done bad about, especially this week's episode, but I feel like there's something missing. There's, 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 there's a punch that I feel like with this kind of show, you need to hit week in and week out to get people to follow, especially since it's such a lore heavy show where like, okay, you got Flair's backstory and you get like the idea of like how these assassins start and they go to school and like all this like extra stuff, but you gotta have like, I don't know, like a little bit of action or a little bit of uh, yeah. transition between these kind of like heavy lore scenes to really like keep people awake, keep people interested in that kind of stuff. And uh, I feel like Executioner is having a tough time like towing the line between it where like it's just it is very heavy, like top heavy lore and like very little the everything else. Lore. Yeah. And it's and it's tough. And, I, and I've seen the grade slip uh quite a bit it was like at a 7.5 i think in that first week because of how impactful that first scene was uh and how everything was you should kill the boy but it has been slipping very quickly uh not on just scores on like my list but even top tens on, on a lot of people's stuff because there it, it almost feels like it's a season two where there's just kind of like we got to gurgitate everything out but you, you didn't capture everyone's attention yet from from the first episode sure you surprised some people you know you surprised us when you killed the boy and stuff like that but you gotta keep the ball rolling you gotta you know keep the intensity at somewhat of a high and i think they're missing out on that we're already on episode four and it's been a lull slowly but surely even the action scene that we had last week on the train wasn't 
nearly yeah, enough. It was lackluster. Yeah. So at best for the an action scene. Uh, they seem to be banking on more of the like shock value, like we saw in episode one. And they're yeah. kind of been writing on that and mellowing out with like this traveling with Akari and exactly. building it's like, that bond. So yeah, I totally get it. Uh yeah. So like I don't I don't blame them for that kind of approach because I think the end game of what they want needs to do all this they need to lay down the groundwork to make mm-hmm. sense what happens at the end but the sad part is, is like you're not getting a season two that's that's for damn sure with the kind of like pace they're going at so now everything's gonna to be honest i feel like next week everything's gonna start feeling rushed and everything's gonna like try to happen one after another because it's just, it's just gonna be very hard for me to believe that you were trying to lay the groundwork for season one to really ramp up season two you know mm-hmm. like it's uh I don't know. That's tough sledding for me uh, to to believe that. Like season ones, you gotta gotta really wow the crowd. You know, really get people into it to really watch your show. And uh, I don't know. Like I'll still watch it, but I think it's because I'm more interested in the world and not what they're doing. I was like, this world is very interesting to me. But that's it. You know, like even like Akari and Meno are kind of like, eh, like Meno. Meno was like really hot and cool, but then she's kind of like, eh. The backstory is kind of nice with Flair, but I was like, they didn't really do anything with that too much. So it's kind of like, eh. So, yeah, uh, I didn't really like the backstory with Flair. It was really uh, a little bit too much on the nose. Of cookie cutter. To, yeah, of trying to force this notion that Mel has a bad idea of herself and she's yeah. been brainwashed. Mm-hmm into because uh, she wanted to be that she wanted to be like this cold ruthless killer and she's just and she and these other kids have just been pounded into their heads over and over again i am i'm vicious i am cruel i'm a villain i'm evil and i'm just like that's a little bit on the nose especially for an assassin in real yeah. life i mean yeah, any uh, the, not even team the rocket doesn't like life. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, like even real life assassins, not that I know any, but I'm pretty sure they don't walk around the house thinking I'm a villain, <laughs> I'm evil, I I kill people because I'm ruthless. I'm no, so probably edgy. Like, I gotta I gotta get a paycheck so I can make a living for me or my family. So yeah, I gotta kill people. It sucks. Yeah, uh, it makes that, you one dimensional. It that's that's yeah. the tough part with her. It, like it forces them into yeah a cookie cutter of uh, these characters must behave in a ruthless manner and they yeah. aren't allowed to do anything more than that exactly and that's to their disadvantage i feel like in this show especially because mental um doesn't act like that anymore she yeah. uh, we're missing a piece of the puzzle here where she transitions from this emotionless kid that can't think for herself into mental who is very expressive she's very intelligent and she is breaking uh this persona she has for herself because of akari uh and yeah i really like who Menno is right now and i really hate every time they show her as a kid because it doesn't do much because it doesn't she doesn't act like that anymore yeah and uh we don't have any explanation yet for why yeah and honestly Um, i don't think we'll get it for a while older yeah Yeah. we we definitely won't get it for a while because like right now the problem is going to arise right like we're in the town already yeah. we're, we're already here to kill Arcardi. so yeah, yeah so like obviously next week we're probably going to be like a fluff episode sort of you know we're going to go into town blah 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 and then we finally like set it up 
to where she's gonna get killed and then like the following week they're gonna be like no but i can't i can't let her die and then she'll like break the one rule that she had that she was gonna kill every uh otherworldly person that transports here and then that's when hell ensues and she finally breaks out of her shell and you know becomes more different than the assassin that she was uh she built herself up to be so i don't know it's just very predictable it's kind of sad in a way uh i liked what you said about there's not enough um tension or action in each episode what i would like uh is every episode it reinforces uh, akari needs to use her power more yeah. i'd like her to be constantly wanting to heal people or mm-hmm. use her power to make things better and akari may be starting to think that her gift isn't something that should be hidden it should be something that she should share with everybody and then yeah Menno is freaking out the whole time thinking no the more you use it the worse it's gonna get it's gonna start escalating and get stronger and stronger and uncontrollable for and sure Menno, and then akari like behind her back is doing small more uh like what she did with the the little kid and healing her little scrape i would like her to keep doing that but it just gets progressively worse and worse maybe a dog gets run over by a carriage and she's like oh my god i can save i can it's dead and mel's like it's dead leave it it's like no it's not and that she brings it back to life and yeah. i want that to be a an underlying tension between Menno and akati that mm-hmm. Menno can't uh, or akati can't be controlled yeah and yeah she's she's way too hard-headed and like the the idea that because they arrested the people that that summoned her and the boy the king and whatever i was really hoping that they didn't do that and that he would continue to pursue akari to like yeah. the ends of the earth right so they continue to be in a situation where it's life or death and where meadow has to continue protecting her but also remembering like if i have to like kill her i have to kill her too right so it's kind of like this like almost like a like a balancing act trick that she has to do where she has like oh, i gotta protect her but no then like being safe yeah but then like a car is gonna do her thing and then like I, like i like if i keep letting her do her thing i have to kill her too and, like, and then like she has so much on her plate that she just kind of gets overrun a little bit and then her true emotions come from there and she stops being the cold-blooded assassin she's trained to be and she chooses by her own emotions what she wants to do which is you know, which is all intents and purposes, we all understand. She's going to save Akari, right? Like, she she, she, yeah. she has some kind of special bond with her. She can't let her die. But to put her in that situation where she is forced to do that, which I assume they're going to do when they, you know, the grandma tries to kill her and she doesn't want that. But um, Yeah, I can definitely say it coming up in episode eight. Like, yeah, six, seven, eight, <laughs> somewhere around there. So Maybe uh, next episode already. Nah, next week. We're gonna fucking go shopping. <laughs> well, we're gonna go shopping. That's right. It's gonna be the the unwinding episode after unwinding this yeah. episode already. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, the, definitely the way we wrote it. I, I would have loved that better. But you know what? I'm not a professional. So, what do I know? All right, let's move on to the next <laughs> one on our list. Uh, coming in at second place with a cool fifty points. Uh, summertime render uh, with the grades. A's from Lance and Avery, A plus from Plinchy, and then B from myself. Uh, so I'll give it to you, Plinchy. Uh, you got the highest grade on this one. Uh, what did you like about this week's episode of Summertime Render? Uh, much to the opposite of how Tomodachi game kind of fell 
Tomodachi game kind of suffered from rushing, right? I felt like Summertime Render, really getting into making the main character understand his weird time traveling ability, yeah. like from the get go, was like, oh my god, thank you. Like, we're in. We're fucking in. Now we can plan. We can start the. We can start dying. Start dying. Start yep. planning. Yeah. What's the plan? So, so there's just all like these possible things. He's he's picking up things really fast. Uh, he already like the whole sequence of him putting the phone, telling the sister, and just it was very yeah. He's he's smart. Satisfactory. Yeah. So and then he's- realizing only now that his one eye isn't supposed to be different color. Yeah, you don't only realize that now. Yeah, this. What does that mean? So. I mean, to me, it has to be the power, right? The the reason he can uh, travel back in time. So, well, that will be a focal point later down the road. Obviously, he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna read this book, or I'm gonna read this like hieroglyphics on this one random stone tablet that's in the middle of the woods, and it's gonna tell me why I have this eye or or whatever." So, uh, it is kind of nice though. He does acknowledge everything that he he sees, and <clears throat> like he's not the the atypical dumbass right that we usually see yeah. in these kind of situations where they just don't know what to do and they kind of had to like muscle their way through everything it's kind of like in a very early subaru from re-zero where he kind of like he just kind of muscled through a lot of situations just to get to the checkpoint uh and mm. it's not like i hated it because it was very like you know gory and it's like very to your face kind of kind of thing but sometimes i kind of like i'm like super can you like stop and think for a little bit but he's just so like high strung that he's just gonna like continue running through walls until it works because he knows he will die and then restart i think this guy i think he realizes like like i don't want to keep dying to have to figure things out i would like to figure things out as little dying as possible and i think shinpei uh is going to be a very likable character uh, in the long run. I also had my suspicions of the the policeman uh, because of that scene where he clicks his tongue after giving the information and the kids run away to like deal with the missing family. I was like, oh man, is he is he a shadow? You know what what's going on? Mm-hmm. Some weird shit. And then we see, yeah, he fucking dies. The same time that he encounters um mio yeah not mio shadow mio being able i want i want to see i'm hoping that the more we watch the more we're going to see scenes from the first episode in a different light yeah yeah for sure that's that's definitely the case uh i i liked it too (laughs) i'm just kind of disappointed i was really hoping like i I knew the police officer was a fucking shadow but i was kind of hoping like he was just going to be this dumbass police officer and he just keeps he's he's just a douchebag guy and we keep thinking he's a shadow and he's like oh this guy's evil but it's just him yeah he was just honestly just a suspicious idiot yeah (laughs) exactly actually evil uh but i mean i don't know it makes sense you know he's a shadow Mm -hmm. he's a shadow that little girl at the fucking funeral uh she's a shadow probably as well so there's like half of these people are probably already shadows secret agent lady seems to be able to identify who is a shadow yeah she's sent on a mission so she must have like some kind of intel on like 
oh this has been happening before right like it's not just this island but like i don't know all japan the, the, the fucking world that's just shadows because it kind of sounded like shadow mio is like all right this is the next area we're overtaking remember back in the states mm. when it was so tough doing this and that and i was just like oh fuck yeah oh fuck are we shadows <laughs> so like, like the fact that like these shadows had traveled far and wide uh kind of cool oh my god it's like it's, it's like a parasite basically and it's just like it's been traveling uh, further and further and now this Japan is next kind of thing so it's the kids from Shadow's house oh we yeah, go back to fucking of. 18th century <laughs> yeah and then they uh, they took out the original and they replaced them fuck yeah totally is like that uh, Booba Lee is also really weird she hangs from trees and yeah to, to it's like really unprofessional okay. yeah I, it didn't even sound like a report. It sounded like she was just like telling, like, almost like memoirs. Like, oh, this place is great. So when I die and you come here to like take my spot, like, you can go visit this place and this place and it's a good hangout spot. And then when you die, you tell the next person. It's just very like nonchalant. It's kind of weird. So, definitely need more context as to who the fuck she is and why she's recording. That's in the first place. Yeah, but I, I, but a, I, I like it, it was though. A cute intro. I, I like how weird she is. The fact that she was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. hanging upside down to increase blood flow so I can think faster and better." Like, that's just a stupid thing to think about. But maybe she has an inside track. I don't. I don't fucking know. Was it this episode that we joked that um, we would love for Shinpei to uh, get knocked over by the bike? And we get an upskirt of him. Yes, yes, we were. This, okay. this episode hoping. is the second time we see the underwear. Yeah, yeah. Instead, we just got the the double whamming of double upskirts for meal. Yep, and that's um. <laughs> I don't know how much times they got reuse that same <laughs> um, animation, but they really like it. Clearly, yeah. Really well, proud. the thing is, like things changed a little bit, right? And like he did things differently, and then I think next time he does it again, <clears throat> she like because the reason she can't stop is because the brake line gets cut. Yeah, the brake lines are cut. Right. So like sooner or later, he's gonna like I don't know get there earlier and stop yes. the brake line from getting cut because someone's cutting it that's not normal for the brake line to cut like that so someone's doing it to her so yeah. i'm curious to see also, like what that was the shadow the shadow uh cut her brake lines yeah they want to kill her replacer and what a juvenile way to like assassinate somebody like i'm gonna yeah. cut your bicycle brakes and then you're gonna, you know <laughs> hey i gotta make it conspicuous as possible but the thing is like and did you really think that she was gonna die from that like come on she's right? gonna like, land really, in the water like a hard 30 miles trying? per hour on most bikes is not gonna like kill you you'll probably yeah. get busted up pretty bad but yeah now yeah, if you threw I think a bullet to the head it's more decisive for sure yeah if you want to make it fun and like have her flip and then like fucking like 100 meters out fucking scope her while she's flipping in the, in the air. air and then like headshot her no well, first you have to first you have to kick the quarter first and then yeah. we're off of that well, and then, yeah. oh you <laughs> beat me to it i was gonna say that <laughs> yeah, that's how you coin. kill someone oh my god oh what if, what if grandpa is actually a shadow too and he's out in his own shadows he might be. No, I, I feel think like everyone's kind of game right now. I think he's nah, the he's, he's the one. 
Yeah, he's the like <laughs> the one that's gonna. It's be always the, the most creepy helpful. guy in the back of the woods. It's exactly. super helpful <laughs> because he's looking out so, for it, right? He knows already, mm-hmm. so then he's not gonna be surprised by. I've like, seen this a lot. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's from America. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe he, like his family oh, already got taken over. States yeah, shadow. the name like Ginjiro Nezu. He's definitely. <laughs> like i'm not saying like he's from america America. but he lived in america oh yeah because my name is rantaro (laughs) (laughs) great now i gotta bleep that out thanks uh but yeah so like i I don't don't know know. maybe everyone thinks that's just a pseudonym or something (laughs) no i had to bleep it out every single time we fucking say it's always your name that we say (laughs) i did i did it for multiple times already you've missed so much i've caught i watched all the episodes dude i know you haven't no i have go ahead try to find one listen to all of them again next time you do it i'll catch you all right go ahead uh okay let's move on to the final anime something quick to say go ahead okay that could could be anything (laughs) (laughs) it has nothing to do with it i just want like a really big long beep (laughs) i'm just gonna get (laughs) i'm just gonna cut you out altogether i don't know why you're trying damn it uh okay (laughs) let's move on to the final anime on our list uh nine anime down one left at the top uh, coming in at first place uh, for the third week in a row and possibly for the rest of the season, uh, Spy Family with 55 points, very close to a perfect score. Uh, with the grades, A pluses from everyone else except for Avery. He is at an A. Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have a lot to talk about uh, for this week's episode of uh, Spy Family. So Avery, are you just out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> You ever see that puppet that like looks forward and looks behind? <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm, I'm a very big like A plus. I, I gotta like. You gotta it. feel it. I, I, gotta, I, I gotta feel what's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta punch my balls and hold me down. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ! Never do it. <laughs> and then hold your nostrils and hold your mm-hmm. chin. Yeah. <laughs> well, all four people take shots at you. <laughs> there there's nothing bad about this show though like what what can i hate against it the the a doesn't mean that there was a gripe with it this week but more so just if it had that one more thing to take it over to the top yeah i wonder how long they're gonna keep on the facade of like anya doesn't know shit you know is that just gonna always be the thing that they're gonna stick around with that feels like a what do you mean kind of development yeah like they find out she's uh if she like they just they figure out that or, or yeah, she yeah. reveals that she's an Asperger. They they are um, transparent say. with each other essentially. Yeah, that'll be fun. I wish I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> or like, when are they gonna adopt a dog? You know? Oh yeah, that's dog's coming, thing, isn't it? Dog's coming. Yeah. Oh, there is a dog. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah, nice. there is. In the, yeah, it's in my area. Family photo. Yeah, you see them in Maya. Oh, oh. Just oh. Yeah. His name is. Uh, <laughs> I think he's in the ending too. Yeah. Uh, Bond. Oh, so it's a spy girl. dog. <laughs> wolf, well, wolf. I think what he she, says that loud, yeah, but all he hears is wolf, wolf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. You'll, you'll see the dog soon. I don't know when. Probably in the cool. next couple of weeks. But yeah. That's probably when I'll give it an S. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, shithead oh child God. with a dog. 
Yeah. Come on. That's, oh, he's got that's a bow tie. Just like James Horseback Bond. the dog, because that dog's definitely <laughs> big enough. <laughs> he's so cute. Picture. The animation's oh. so great. I'm excited to see how they animate the dog. He's I a big dog. Boy. Like he's really old. <laughs> yeah. Better not be like a like a dog that's from Lloyd's agency and it's not a dog. Oh, it's my. a guy who's been turned oh. into a dog. Yeah. I hope it's like a really smart dog <laughs> that also has funny reactions like Anya. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I don't like spoiling things, but I'm just going to stop it right there. It's a fucking dog, okay? <laughs> no! Jesus. No! <laughs> fucking, you see one fucking tiger in another show, you think everyone's going to be fucking... Uh, humanoid animals i'm i'm excited for the um the preview that they gave in for the show too with the whole yep, oh, yeah. uh, the school, school sequence yep. yeah you saw the oh. shithead fat fat kid <laughs> that's that's obviously gonna get bullied to shit oh yeah mm-hmm. oh i think i saw like two shithead kids probably first. gonna try bullying anya but then oh yeah anya's gonna clap I don't know. back i think the- i think Lloyd's gonna punch them in the face <laughs> Oh, he punch shit. a kid. <laughs> oh, we did see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, maybe that was the headmaster. <laughs> like maybe headmaster says something like probably. Uh, but this so, little girl yeah. looks like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the family is just so lovable, despite them not really being a family. But everyone's just such a good boy, a good girl. That it they just, play their roles perfectly. That's the so whole good, thing. Yeah. You know that she plays. She tries to play the perfect mom. He tries to play the perfect dad. And Anya is just, she's already a daughter. <laughs> she's already like a kid, yeah. right? It's like, she acts like one, even though she knows everything that goes on. So I think uh, every episode that they get closer and closer, it will get better and better. Mm-hmm. Because right yeah, now, for sure. You know, they're together, but they're not, I don't feel like they're completely together together yet. Yeah. Um, once they really truly think they're family i think that's when it'll yeah. be perfect it, it's that big situation right that that like kind of pushes everyone mm-hmm. at their limits especially like trying to hide who they are uh and having to like still get around the problem and still solve it then that's when uh you finally start feeling like it's a cohesive family so uh real quick between uh us talking about it uh i, I did a little research because uh, i was kind of curious on uh from the opening song we saw like the stomach and it had like the x on it and we were like why the fuck does is there like a picture of a stomach coming out uh with an x uh it has to do with the song itself so the the name of the song is called uh mixed nuts and uh looking at the lyrics Uh it just kind of means it's kind of like a box of chocolates you don't know where you're gonna get inside is kind of like you know matching with these characters you don't know who they are inside but they still try to pretend to be a family but sooner or later they start realizing like it's all good you know like you gotta uh, you know get through the secrets to try to you know uh find the true thing inside so uh that's why it's just like you know don't have an upset stomach because uh because these mixed nuts are are good you know they they're not gonna fool you or uh put you down or anything like that so by pretending we are all nuts like peanuts. I love that yeah. line. Yeah. I can always hear it when they say it. Yeah. That's so cute. So uh, there you go. But also when I was looking, <laughs> I, was, I was looking for that answer because uh, I'm sure I was sure someone had that answer already. I also found out there was some uh, some pretty big controversy with the uh, with Spy, Spy Family uh, from the first mm-hmm. couple of weeks. So apparently there was a TikToker uh, that posted this video. Sorry. 
uh, there's a TikTok that posted this video uh, from the that was it was the first episode when Anya uh, passed the the test. I hate the way they sexualize the little girl in the show whenever she's with her dad, uh, and that TikTok blew up pretty heavily, uh, and a lot of people were you know for and against it, and it just blew up in this entire like Twitter feed and stuff like that, uh, <laughs> blowing this guy up. So uh, yeah. It was, uh, I just thought it was pretty interesting that people saw it that way. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. The, the, this <laughs> TikToker thought that. that being I'm, I'm looking at the scene, but what? Yeah. Oh, I can't have fun with my child. Exactly. Bitch, you, <laughs> bitch, you kind of well, dumb. Clearly, the poster just Someone has, doesn't have a father. Yeah. Or yeah. Or has know seen children is. before. Yeah. I think that was like one of the fucking like memes. It's like, oh, you have a family, and it shows like all the nice parts about it. And it's like you don't have a family. It shows like all the death from a spy family, what they did earlier. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a that was a pretty big controversy that was happening in uh, episode one, and then episode two. Uh, I don't know, maybe I can find it again. Uh, someone redrew Anya as a as a as a black girl, <laughs> uh, and people were just hating it. It was like, how dare you fucking ruin Anya like that? And it was just, uh, she just took a scene from, I think it was episode two when she was watching the TV and then she just drew her as a black girl. Damn, it Oops. looks nice. Yeah. And people were just yeah, like, it looks like authentic. Yeah. I think I saw one comment. They were just like, oh, you're trying to steal the hard work that the, the studio was doing by just copying the, the frame and changing it to your, uh, your beliefs or some bullshit like that and I was just like man this, this is from the fucking first two episodes and and like so many people were just like D- it's just a fucking show dude it's a good show just enjoy yeah. it so uh, yeah like people all that popped love up love to find things to start shit and I'm fairly convinced that most of the time people don't actually believe what they're posting they just want to start shit yeah could be for fame like- could just be a spur of the moment like i just really need to get this thing that passed in my mind one time out into the world yeah like not an actual problem it's just a thought that they think oh yeah people would agree with this or they're so tunnel visioned and short-sighted that they think that it's a fucking good idea and it's actually not yeah fucking idiot but then other people are like calling them out like that's really narrow close-minded of you to think that way and then you become defensive because you don't want your feelings to be invalidated either even if they were a spur of the moment think yeah oh god psychology <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta be careful with that kind of stuff because even if it's a spur of the moment a lot of people would believe in that kind of stuff and then it would just snowball yeah. into something that shouldn't have snowballed to begin with there's a lot of speculation that spy family was going to get canceled because of the controversies obviously <laughs> with studio one. and all them they don't give a flying fuck because they know for sure that this that's not the case uh, for a lot of people so but you know we've seen cancer culture before we've seen like very little flames just grow into this huge uh fucking fire pit of uh of hell that cancel people joke. yeah well that change was good though <laughs> i'm still on the boat that they did that on purpose and they always knew they were gonna change oh them. absolutely Absolutely, publicity stunt. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, just thought that was interesting. That was like the first things were popping up when I was trying to find a, a fucking stomach uh, picture in the opening. Yeah, when you mentioned it, I was like, "That's a 
good question because it's so in your face and us not being able to understand Japanese are just like, huh? Is this yeah. something I'm not yeah, I, 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 enough to understand? Or no idea. Manga? Yeah. So, because at first I knew the name of the, the title of the song, but I thought they were just like playing off of like just Anya liking peanuts because obviously peanuts, they say yeah. peanuts in the fucking song. So I thought it was just like her eating peanuts. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot more in-depth uh, than that and just how uh how multifaceted each character is in the show so uh okay anything else for spy family or any of the other shows we talked about tonight i to be in the show <laughs> what? I, I, I want this dog to be in the show dude yeah are you wait, are you reading it? on it no you, okay don't spoil yourself like, he's a really good boy oh amulet just spoiled me oops don't don't spoil it for yourself but um i know he's not gonna be here for at least like one or two more episodes i think he'll i I mean it might be a while honestly i think he might be like in the end of this first core yeah because remember it's a 25 episode season so we're in this for the long haul so uh i don't think he'll show for quite a while maybe maybe they like move some things around and move him in early uh but for right now uh, the main focus is let's just try let's just try to get into the school without fucking uh falling on our faces. <laughs> so that's the no. Don't forget the mission is we're supposed to find uh find the the dad and his son at the school and then try to make sure they don't do any funny business to start a war. So uh okay, it sounds like we're done from there. So uh, let us know down below. Uh, if you agree with our grades for uh, week three of our spring season anime ranking board. And uh, that's it. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching, listening, uh, doing everything uh, you can to consume our content. We really appreciate uh, your guys' support. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, follow, uh, hit the bell, do whatever you can, share, uh, fucking just put everything on repeat so we get the views so it makes it look like we're someone's watching uh we really appreciate it shove it up your butt <clears throat> shove it up your butt yeah sure uh, uh other than that next line please <laughs> other than that uh any last words guys before we head out for the night excited for a new week without aharen <laughs> oh, yeah it's a brave new world Ooh, well, we can't shit talk it anymore because we won't finish it, right? That's our that's our thing. I mean, so many animes that we drop. We didn't even like, really shit talk it that much. It's just time to go. Yeah. If you love it, let it go. Right? That's the saying. If no, you don't I hate love this. It, let it go. I hate it. I'm letting it go. I'm like Rose on titanic where there's enough room for for me to watch these shows but i'm like nah there's not enough room and it's just like this huge picture of just my ex family covering like the whole door and it's like yeah, this, this is not enough there's not enough room uh, you for you on this one. yeah sorry bye and it just sinks to the bottom well on that note <laughs> same weave time and same weave place guys bye, bye. bye.